You're listening to the Weekend Sports Buzz. Tell us your thoughts on the Oxmoor Ford Lincoln Buzz Line at 384-1450. And welcome in to another beautiful Saturday morning here in Louisville, Kentucky. This is Rashawn Meyer sitting in for my man Mike Gandolfo here at Skyview Park in J-Town, joined by a cast of thousands. I have my man Shane here with me this morning as well as John. We're going to be talking about, well, I guess the, the, the biggest thing I can say is football, fellas. This is, you know, we're out here. We're watching the little guys. They're getting this going. They're getting us getting ready. Up. They're going to love it. I, can't, I, I cannot wait for this season to get started. So I, I think this is a great kickoff. How are you guys doing this morning? Pretty good, pretty good. Yeah. It's August, so in my book, it is football season. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you know, the, they have the show I was talking about on A&E. They have the show Friday Night Tykes. I don't know if either one of you guys that, have, no. have no. seen that. But they, it's about, you know, prep football. And when I say prep football, I'm talking about, you know, your six, seven, eight-year-olds. Kind of uh, like what's it, out here now. It, exactly. Get, getting out there. It's, it's the little guys getting their first taste of football. But it's in Texas. And you know, in uh, Texas. They do everything bigger in Texas. They do everything bigger. And it is, it is football is life in Texas. And, and you know, th- those guys are out there yelling at those little six and seven year olds. Like, you know, like, like you're yelling at NFL players. They it's sure just, don't play around out there. Not they, at they all. Take it serious. Not at all. I think that we're a little bit more civilized around here. It seems like it's been a lot of good sportsmanship and, uh, uh, things have gotten off to a good start. We're going to be excited. We're going to get to talk to some of the coaches today. I found out. Civilized, I don't know that I'd use that word. A yeah. More low-key, maybe. <laughs> maybe more low-key. Let, let, let's go with more low-key. I, I can go with that. But, uh, you know, we're going to have coaches yeah. on today. We're going to have players at the games on. So did, did either one of you guys play any, any uh, you know, Pop Warner football back in the day? Was that? Oh, yeah, I played. I guess it would have been considered three years of Pop Warner and then uh, straight into middle school. Okay. And then one year of high school. Okay, John, you you have any experience on the gridiron or you do basketball? <laughs> Mostly basketball. <Yeah. laughs> I, I can safely say that I, I never donned the football pads just because I was always afraid I was going to ruin my NBA career. You know, <laughs> well, I, man, your size should have been on the field. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, I, I always thought, you know, if I t- tear my ACL, I'm not going to be the next Michael Jordan. So, I didn't um, have a clue what an ACL was at that age. So. <laughs> I did, you know what? I was the only eight-year-old worried about tearing my knee up. It, it's absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. I'm worried about injuries at a young age, but that's probably a whole different story. <laughs> but, of course, everybody can give us a call <clears throat> if you want to get involved. The Oxmoor Ford Lincoln bus line, uh, the call numbers are completely uh, see, I have I have too many radio shows. I get I get all my, my it's hard numbers to keep up with everything mixed up. Matt, yeah. what what are the call? The, what's the phone line numbers? Oxmoor Fort Lincoln Buzz Line. I'm completely. It's a five zero two three eight four fourteen fifty. Three eight four fourteen fifty. Thank game. you. No, I, I have too many radio. Get him shows. out. I have too many radio shows. Three eight four fourteen fifty. Or you know, give us a call. Oxmoor Fort Lincoln Buzz Line. We can get that going. See, because I, I have so many irons in the fire. You know, they say I'm the hardest working man. They just started the hardest new James Brown movie. You know, this Friday. Get on, get up. on up. Just got out of the studio. So <laughs> I, I'm the hardest working radio guy. I get all my phone numbers mixed up. So at least I didn't say the wrong phone number. That would probably have been worse. That's all yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, to just say none. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So as we move along, I, I know we'll get some coaches out here. We'll get some players. So we'll get to talk to those guys and uh, kind of really get your feet wet uh, for the 2014 football season. Uh, and, you know, that that's kind of paramount um, in everybody's mind. Bobby Petrino. Uh, back in the mm. house, 
Bobby um, 2.0. Yeah, yeah. Something yeah. that I, I don't know if that was going to be something that I was going to see uh, any, anytime soon, you know. I well, tell you, at first, I, I wasn't really for it, and I didn't think I wanted it. And then just the more I entertained the idea, you know, getting someone who's established, and, you know, 41-9 and nine speaks for itself. He's established. Uh, kind of comparing that to, I know, uh, Clemson's offensive coordinator, you know, a lot of people wanted him, uh, so Chad Morris. But I think, you know, getting somebody that's established and proving mm-hmm. themselves, he's proven yeah. himself in the SEC against top competition. Uh, the only place he didn't really prove himself was the NFL, and they, I think he just didn't give it enough time there. But you, you consider t- bringing him in, and then I started thinking about, well, if you bring a coordinator like Chad Morris in, right. he's not proven. You don't know what he can do. Right. So then I started kind of warming up to the idea, well, I know what Bobby can do. We know he's going to, you know, his motto is first one to 50 wins. Right. So I'm all for it. You know, it, I love Charlie Strong and the staff and, and Clint Hurt and all those guys in Vance. Um, grateful for what they did with UofL football, but it's it started to kind of get a little vanilla and bland at times and – and I know some of the players even started getting kind of bored with it. And so, I mean, they're wanting to score some points, and we've got some offensive talent that can score some points. So it'll be fun to see what we can do this year. Yeah, I mean, you talk about Bobby Petrino, and you're like, well, you know, he had some issues, had some problems, but he's coached at UofL before. He knows mm-hmm. kind of what he wants to do. It's not like a new thing for him, so he should be able to adjust, unlike you said, like he did with the NFL. So he should be able to hop right in and do it. And like you said, you hate to lose Charlie Strong, such a – like he's talked about pretty defensive minded guy, which right. they say defense wins championships, but offense entertains fans. So right. we'll see uh, if the U of L can yeah. win with offense. You know, Bobby Petrino went to the orange bowl. We'll see what he can do with this U of L team. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I agree. And you know what? We just saw uh, uh, one of the little guys break loose yeah, and offense. man, he went for about a 40 yard touchdown there romp. So that, you know, hopefully we'll get to see some of that uh, from Bobby Petrino this year. Uh, for the Cardinals, but I, I continue to think about just the simple fact if Michael Vick does not go down uh, with that injury uh, in Atlanta, which you know pretty much derailed uh, everything. He had he had the injury, he had the, the dog fighting deal. Uh, you know he was gone. If that if those issues never come about for Michael Vick, I just wonder if Bobby Petrino's not still in there. Yeah, he might still be day. coaching the Falcons. Yeah. Never know. So I mean, I mean you know, it, Vick was Vick was a really good quarterback, and he. Still's not terrible, but he's just not the same after that jail time. Well, I think he's always a great athlete, and I think that's where, where Bobby Petrino doesn't necessarily need the best players. He just needs the, the best athletes, right. and I think he can put those guys in a position to succeed. So I, I think that Louisville's going to have a great opportunity uh, to do some things this year with the amount of offense. It's funny, you t- kind of talked about it, John, the, the defensive mindset of Charlie Strong and all the things he brings from a defensive standpoint. But even even being a defensive coach, how many offensive weapons did he really secure with the University of Louisville? I mean, it's not like, you know, some of these coaches, they get so caught up in their side of the ball that the other side of the ball, you pretty much have, you know, anybody out there. You'll have Yeoman Jenkins out there throwing the ball around and you can't (laughs) throw the ball five feet. But Charlie Strong amassed so many weapons from Teddy Bridgewater, uh, you know, Will Gardner behind him as a guy Mm -hmm. who, had a, a scholarship offer from the University of Alabama before going down with a knee injury the first part of his senior season. Yeah. Um, you know, you have Devontae Parker, James Quick, Gerald Christian, um, yeah. you know, so many offensive weapons. I think that's kind of the difference in yeah. why people are getting so excited. It's just a simple fact that there are some offensive weapons for him to play. And, and you talk about uh, Teddy Bridgewater. A lot of the question in people's minds are, if he had an offensive-minded coach, would he have won the Heisman? He didn't right. get as many opportunities, per se, as some of the other uh, 
as somebody else scores here. The other wow, team. Wow, this is an offensive yeah. showcase. Petrino on the sidelines. Down it's like old school Don Coryell, like the the San Diego Chargers of the yeah. '70s, right yeah. now. But, <laughs> Throwback. Uh, uh, you know, would Teddy Bridgewater have won the Heisman with a different head coach, like a Bobby Petrino or somebody else? I mean, obviously, he probably yeah. would have won if they would have gone undefeated. But still, heck of a season, you know. Yeah. Didn't get as many uh, throwing opportunities, maybe, as he would have liked. But it it is fun to kind of entertain that idea. You know, what what could Teddy do with a Bobby Petrino type of mind? Yeah. Uh, you know, it's fun to just kind of think about that. But in, in all honesty, and in, in trying to be as unbiased as possible, I think even if they go undefeated last year, and he had the kind of season he did. He's probably still not winning the Heisman over Jameis Winston. Uh, I mean, you got a, a, the prestige of Florida State. Louisville doesn't really have that. You know, they've never had anybody yeah. at the at the Heisman ceremony. And I mean, some people talk about Louisville gets a raw deal, this, that, and the other, mm-hmm. and they're not necessarily uh, nationally looked at as a, as a power yet. You know, they still are kind of the new kid. We're a little bit more established than we were 15, 20 years ago, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's not something that, you know, voters look at them and go, oh, it's powerhouse Louisville. You know, they've got a guy who's – let's send him to the Heisman ceremony. He's got a chance. You know, I, I don't think he really would have won it regardless uh, if they go undefeated or not. I right. mean, even when they were sitting at 8-0, 9-0, he still wasn't really getting any, uh, you know, publicity for the mm-hmm. Heisman. It was, you know, just <laughs> – he kind of fell by the wayside. He was, I mean, he was up there. He wasn't like, you knew he wasn't going to win, but he was going to get some, maybe some votes. Sure. So. I think it was about week seven or so it kind of tailed off on him. Yeah, it, it was just one of those situations where Louisville just played too many close games with too many bad teams. And, that, right. and that's kind of the, the defensive style that Charlie Strong preferred. Uh, he did not want to go out there and put the ball up. You know, defensive coaches, they always think about, uh, you know, running the ball, running the clock. Uh, yeah. You know, Devontae Parker even spoke to that about Sean Watson right. talking about, you know, right. the fact that they did not want to score points. You know, the coach said, you know, he, he'd get free, get a touchdown, and then they would just pretty much say, put okay, let's on. just they sit just on, let's them, yeah. sit on the ball, and let's they, let the defense. Except for, that, except for that uh, Miami game, all of a sudden you're like, wow, we're just going out there throwing touchdowns all <laughs> over the place. I think Charlie wanted well, to you know what? For, sure. I, for for everything that Charlie Strong was good and, and how much he did to help bring the University of Louisville up, one thing that I will never discredit is the fact that I think that and and I this is not a knock on Charlie at all. He was a college football snob, and, and I don't think he necessarily. Um, I don't think he respected the teams that he was playing against. I don't think I think when he goes out there against Florida International, he goes out there against Temple and some lesser teams like that. I don't really feel that he um, really needed to go out there and put a beat down on with those his guys. Nose up in there, when you like saw you say, like snob. exactly, but like. you know when you see Miami, you see Florida, you saw the best in University of Louisville. You saw the best they, best foot they could put forward because I think Charlie Strong respected those programs. He thought he had to go out there with an aggressive mm. game plan to win, but against a team like UCF you get up three touchdowns and you say you know what this team's not going to do anything else let's shut the brakes <laughs> off it came back to and it came back to bite you and I mean that yeah the UCF, UCF game, won their bowl game so sure, I mean, yeah, they, they beat a good Baylor yep. team UCF yep. was a lot better than people yeah. want to give anybody credit for yeah, yeah. Uh, Storm jo- uh, Storm Johnson was was Storm uh, Johnson Blake uh, Bortles I mean I mean got a, Heck of a team! It, it yeah. was it was an unbelievable team. They had a great run. Blake Bortles ends up a number three pick in the draft, number one quarterback taken. Um, you know, it can't take anything away from them. They, you know, it stood up uh, under the bright lights of the BCS, representing the uh, AAC very well. So, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, Louisville ends up with one loss. Um, but Charlie Strong got what he wanted. He's at Texas now, and and everything that comes with that, the Ooh. good and the bad. Um, yeah. You know, Louisville. Well, 
Not yeah. sure he's smiling too much currently yeah. right now. You know, they've had some issues in the yeah. last week. This this is the part of Charlie yeah. Strong's job that he's not necessarily the best at. He's uncomfortable with. But I think once he actually gets out there on the field and people see what type of coach he, he is, I think he'll be all right. But it's, yeah. it's rough right Obviously, now. Obviously, if they're pulling in some wins, I mean, like we did around here, people warmed up to Charlie. He's, I mean, he's a great person. Yeah. Great coach, great person. And once he starts pulling some wins in out there at Texas, which, you know, eight wins a year is not going to cut it. No, it's gonna have to be no that's what they had wins. last year. And, you know, <laughs> Texas Texas fans, I've had quite a few experience with Texas fans since they played my college every year when I did radio out in Kansas State. State. Right. So those fans, they're like OU fans. If you have – you have to have only two, two losses or else it's basically a bad season for a program like Texas or OU. And Texas has had three or four years where – Sure, they went to a bowl game, but they didn't get where they wanted to go. And mm-hmm. it's not where, like, you go to UK and it's like, yeah, we go to a bowl game. That's good. In Texas, that's that's terrible. I mean, you fire your your Hall of Fame <laughs> Mac Brown, who has, I mean, done everything for Texas. He goes out and win. What did he win? Eight games last year? Or yeah, nine? eight yeah. four. You go yeah. eight wins with a Hall of Fame coach and you get fired. So that ought to kind of clue Charlie in on what's what's you know right. what's but, expected out there. But you know, Charlie came from the SEC. He coached under Lou Holtz at Notre Dame. He's a guy that knows football royalty. He's been around sure. football royalty. And I think at the end of the day that's what he wants. I think he understands the challenge. I think he understands the expectations being a guy um, who was a coach at Florida, winning a couple of national championships, and I think he wants that. I believe that Charlie Strong wants to coach at the highest level. I think that when he talked about the University of Louisville fans, I don't think it was necessarily a knock on the fans. It was just what he was used to. He was used to the SEC. Sure. He was used to, you know, 80,000 in attendance yeah. for a spring, spring game. Uh, he was used to seeing that type of fervor around a program. And I think that it was just something to where University of Louisville, sadly, was never going to be enough. I mean, this, at the end of the day, is more of a basketball state. We're definitely adopting football. I think that football... Um, has made huge strides huge since strides, 94 uh, when the Louisville-Kentucky game came back. But it is still a work in progress as we have another touchdown, number eight, just getting loose for another. These are long touchdowns. These are yeah. not, you, you know, like your five-yard five end of rounds. These yeah. are, you know, they're, they're lighting up the scoreboard right Defense now. Defense is getting tired. <laughs> I'm here to tell you that they're, they're looking like everybody's just going to, I think whoever has the ball last is going to win, probably. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I think Charlie Strong's going to do an excellent job down at Texas. It will take him a while because he does not have a quarterback. And, unfortunately, he took Sean Watson with him. <laughs> right. So, That's I don't know. Something, how, how uh, something I work. think out of Texas that gets overlooked a lot right now because Charlie Strong is obviously the, the, the man in the middle, you know, man in charge. Think about Vance Bedford out of Texas with the defensive talent that is around Texas and mm-hmm. Arkansas area that they can recruit. I mean, he can just stay in Texas and get those top defenders all year. Every year, yeah, and with Vance Bedford, I mean, look what he came to Louisville and did, turned them into the, you know, the one of the top five defenses in the country. Oh yeah, basically all three years they were here. So the one thing you'll have it at Louisville is a, or excuse me, at Texas is going to be a strong defense. Uh, I mean, I think there's no doubt the about that. The, the toughest thing of it, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, <laughs> the the toughest thing about that, and uh, being a Kansas State fan, John, I'm sure you can speak to that. Is that this is right now in the in the Big Twelve? It's an offensive league. It's a spread oh, yeah. league. Uh, you have guys like Art Browse. Uh, you know, the guys down at Texas Tech, they're spreading it out and they're throwing it a whole lot. So do you think it's tougher to be a defensive team in a passing league? Texas fired their defensive coordinator last year, halfway through the season, because they're like, actually, it was four games into the season because Texas was getting torched on on defense and they put in somebody else that helped a little bit. But still, you got a lot of firepower with those uh, teams and you, 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 you saw that when the Big 12 played in their bowl games they were usually putting up some points even against some of these other teams yeah. uh, you know 
their defenses may not be as great, but the, right. a, a lot of the coaches are, are um, offensive-minded. Art Bryles, you know, he's out there. Uh, and then, of course, Texas. Mac Brown was putting up some points for Texas. But, you oh, know, yeah. like you said, it's hard to be a defensive coordinator in the Big 12. It's very difficult. I mean, ever since Mike Leach got things uh, rolling down at Texas Tech before he ultimately uh, got booted out of there, once our, uh, once um, – Leach started the trend of these spread offenses. And, of course, we remember Texas Tech with a huge upset um, over Texas and everybody pretty much going bananas over that. It seemed like at that point, that's when the the, the passing game really started to take over in the Big 12, kind of like we're seeing in the SEC right now uh, with uh, Texas A&M and Johnny Football coming down there. Now, all of a sudden, they're putting up points in bunches in the SEC, which just, you know, four or five years ago, it was pretty much three to three was your standard game. Uh, in the SEC, it, so, you know, it's changing. The last few years, too, you've seen uh, from Robert Griffin the third Heisman winner, Colin Klein, he was third, and these are all players from the Big 12. Almost every year in the last three or four years, you've seen a Big 12 representative in the Heisman race, and that kind of speaks to you about the type of offensive level that they have. Oh, yeah, I mean, it's I mean everybody remembers, you know, Michael Crabtree putting up just ridiculous numbers uh, with, with Texas Tech, and, and it's just continued. I think Art Browse, what he was able to do uh, with RG3 uh, and the numbers that they were able to put up. I mean, it, it, right now it's just very, very uh, entertaining football. I don't know if it's entertaining for the defensive coaches. I, I, I don't know. I'm sure these if, coordinators are hating. These defensive coordinators are, are not loving their, their position. I mean, they, they, they've always, it. you know, they, they talk about in the NFL how, you know, they've pretty much rendered the, the moniker of a lockdown corner obsolete because of the rules and the changes in the game. And I think to a lesser extent you're seeing that kind of trickle down to the college game as well where you know defensive coordinators are almost you're there to just try you know keep them under 30 it's pick your it's pick <laughs> yeah. your poison when you have to cover five receivers or four receivers and a back coming out yeah. or what have yeah. you i mean it's this you know the days of the the true west coast offense are you know, it's it's like the West Coast offense has gotten on steroids all of a sudden. Yeah, the uh, the old school Maryland eye, I don't think it's going to be coming back. The the wing T, wing the veer offense, yeah. I, you know, the option game is pretty much done. Unless you got a little Navy bit of keeps re- running that option, they do a pretty good job yeah. at it. Not not too bad. I mean, not like you know, they, you they, have to have the right quarterback. Uh, I don't know if you remember Colin Klein. He was there oh, a yeah, couple years State. ago, and they ran the read option, option. Mm-hmm. all the time with mm-hmm. Colin Klein pitching it to Hubert or keeping it himself. But I mean, but it was from the spread. It was, it was, it was, it was, it was yeah. a spread read option. I mean, that that's pretty much the, I guess the, the extent of it now right, that they right. do, they do still at a, you know, at a point, if you have a good running quarterback, like a Johnny Manziel, like Klein, uh, you can still do some things like that, but it, it has changed. I mean, it's right. put a lot more emphasis on what we're seeing now with, uh, you know, Todd Grantham coming in for the university of Louisville bringing that 3-4 three, three, look. And, you know, we see a lot of 3-4. We see a lot of 3-3-5 three, three, stack. Uh, we're seeing a lot more, you know, defensive backs. Five defensive backs is almost the standard now right. uh, in college football. But uh, uh, you are listening to the Weekend Sports Buzz. Rashawn, Shane, John, coming to you live from Skyview Park. J-Town is an absolutely perfect day. The kids are out Beautiful there popping day. pads. They're scoring touchdowns. Give us a call. 384-1450 on the Oxmoor Ford Lincoln Buzz Line. We'll be here to take your calls, and we'll be back on 1450 The Sports Buzz. You're listening to the Weekend Sports Buzz. Tell us your thoughts on the Oxmoor Ford Lincoln Buzz Line at 384-1450. And welcome back into the Weekend Sports Buzz. Rashawn, Shane, John. And my man, the magic man behind the mic, it doesn't get nearly enough credit. My man, Matt McCarthy. DJ Matt. 
he does a, a an outstanding job keeping this thing together. He's like the wizard, man. I, you know, we were in the wrong place this morning. We got in. We tried to get set up, you know, and Matt said, you know what? No problems. Unplug a couple things. Let's just move the whole show without any problems, any hiccups at all. Matt does an outstanding job, so I got to give him a shout out. Give him some credit. He made it halfway here, walking backwards with flip flops on. Yeah, but why? And the, you know what? That's probably the best thing. You know, doing the you know the, the defensive slide drills, the back pedals. He's pretty strong. He, he was showing some skills. That's that's what you got. You got to see his hip swivel. Player. He might be a defensive back. I'm here know. to tell you. You know, he, he looks like he may have a future in the business. But I think so. <laughs> I, I tell you what. Um, you know, kind of watching these kids at the first game looks like they just ended up. So uh, hopefully we'll get the opportunity uh, to, to talk to one of the coaches and maybe a player or two uh, as well. And in a few minutes here, it looks like the guys are getting their their final instructions, uh, you know, talking about what they did right, what they did wrong. And, uh, you know, this is kind of like the uh, like they saw. They say that this is called they call it actually the 2014 Louisville Youth Football League pigskin preview. Um, and, and everybody gets to go out there and See maybe the next Michael Bush, the next Brian Brom, the next, next Devontae Parker, Devontae Parker, you know James Quick. I mean, this is where they get their start, man. I mean, yeah. you know, I, even though I, I was never um, a, a big football guy uh, as far as playing wise, it was always a huge, huge part uh, of growing up. Uh, you know, seeing these little guys get out there, put it out there. I mean, this is this is hard work. I mean, they're out here. It's it's, it's hot out here. They're they're popping pads. They're excited, making moves. We saw the little guy in the in the green cleats the was green making cleats. some moves. He was shaking guys, breaking out. He had at least two touchdowns from what? Yeah, the green cleats was tearing this field up. Yeah, need, I, to, he, need to find out who he is. We got to uh, find out who he is. Get, give him a shout out on the air. We make make it him on the air. I'm asking where he got those shoes. Get him an account <laughs> set up with 24/7 Sports and Rivals and Scout and everybody. There you go. That's what we're gonna do. But uh, uh, you know, again, we just want to appreciate that them letting us come out here and be a part of this here at Skyview Park. Uh, they they have Shane. Shane, what would you say? How many people they they got? A, you know, a few there's, hundred people out there. A couple, I mean, two or three hundred people out here at least. I mean, yeah. it, it's an amazing turnout. Like you said, uh, but back when we were going through, I, I don't think you know it was nearly. You know, I I wasn't out there playing, but I don't think that the crowds were this loud. This is great support. Um, you know, everybody's excited. I think everybody's just ready for football. I think yeah. I think so. Yeah, and it's this weather. I mean, you can't beat it. It's it's a little bit warm. It's not too bad. Here comes the green cleats right here. He's got a pep talk. Looks like he's gonna come over and talk to us. Awesome! Look at him. Yeah, wearing the number seven for for J Town. So they're get, they're getting all this information. We're gonna get him uh, set up. Get him on the on Check the him air. In. I yeah. guess that was yeah, we're, we're that was Saint Stevens out. versus Christian Academy of Louisville. Yeah, but I I, I believe that was uh that was I believe it was Saint Stevens Christian Academy and uh, J Town Maroon. There you go. Uh, we're the two teams out there, so we're, we're going to get that information here. But um, you know, there's a lot of excitement around everything that's going on. Um, it, you know, when you talk about fall camp, is going to begin within the next week uh, for both uh, the University of Louisville and the University of Kentucky. Uh, by Petrino is kind of uh, – they always say it's kind of antsy right now. It's kind of that, that last week uh, prior to um, getting fall camp started. You know, everybody's kind of nervous that they don't want to have any type of injury issues uh, or, or anything like that. But uh, uh, we have some uh, a couple of guys here. It looks like we got a, a number eight for the Bears and number seven for the Bulldogs. Let's let, let, let's get uh, some names here. We got DJ Grinter. Is that is that right? Where, where's where's DJ at? DJ on, on the microphone. DJ, how you doing, sir? Hey, you know what? I saw you making some moves out there. You having some fun? Yes. So, how long have you guys been out here practicing? How many practices have you had so far? 
more than like five. More than five. Okay. So were you excited to get out there and show your stuff today? Yes. Sir. So I know you had at least you had at least two touchdowns. You have two or three touchdowns. Three. Three touchdowns. Wow. That's what I'm talking about. I saw you. I saw you break open. Now I noticed one thing, DJ. While you were running. Were the shoes? Yeah. I, I, all I could look at it, I, I, my eyes were locked on the shoes. The Who gave you? Where, where'd you get those from? Kicks. <laughs> you got those from Kicks, huh? You, you, you like those? The, 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 is that what helps you run so fast? <laughs> okay. The okay. Shoes. So, DJ, what position do you play? Uh, quarterback and uh, two back. Quarterback and two back. Okay. And, and do you, do you have a, a preference? Do, do you like one over the other? Do you do you like throwing the ball, or you like to get out there and run, show your speed? One. Okay, awesome. Well, I you know what? That's an easy answer. Look <laughs> after but hey, after three touchdowns, I can't argue with that, sir. No, well, sir. you know what? You did an outstanding job. Keep it up. I expect to be interviewing you a bunch from here on out. Hopefully, yeah. we can get you on the show. All right. <laughs> hey, well, good job, little man. Good job. Thanks. Appreciate it. <laughs> good game, buddy. <laughs> he said his last name was Grinter. I wonder if that's uh, some of the Maurice Grinter. Uh, you know what? I, I, another I would phenomenal believe player. It. I would believe it. One of the the best uh, athletes to come out of this state that I've ever seen, of course. I've it was, played it was a shame Fairdale. to see him go to UK. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that he was committed to Louisville he was, for, he was committed for so long. To Louisville ended up in UK. <laughs> yeah. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. We can't talk bad against UK. We got, you know, we got some, some UK folks out here, too. I don't want them getting oh. upset. All right. Here we got, we have uh, Corian Austin is coming on, on the uh, on the uh, microphone with us next. Corian, how are you doing, sir? Good. Good, good, good. So you guys have fun out there today? Yep. Okay, okay. So to tell me, what what was it like out there? This was your first game, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, and, and how did you do today? I did good. You think you did all right? Did you get in the end zone a couple times maybe? I thought I saw you. Did I you, saw you him with that, with that end around over there all the way on the right side. That was pretty impressive. Oh, okay. So Use, Using some Vince Lombardi strategy. Over yeah, there. there you go. So, so, so tell me something. What position do you play, first of all? Quarterback. 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 Now, now let, let me know. Who's your favorite player? I got to know. Who, who do you model your game after? Who do you try to uh, imitate on the field? Ooh, tough one. Yeah. Got a My few dad. of them. Your dad. You know what? That is probably the best answer that you can Great get. Answer. Forget all those NFL guys. <laughs> I, I'm imitating my dad. So so tell me something. Uh, get out there. You play quarterback. What do you like doing better? You like running or you like throwing the ball? Mostly running. Mostly mm -hmm. running the ball. Well, you did a good, excellent job of that. Now, what's the name of your team? I, I see it on there, but I, I want you to give them a little shout-out. Well, who's your team? Who's your squad? The PCC Bears. The PCC Bears. Okay, so is there anybody else you need to give a shout-out to, say hi to? Everybody says you have millions of people listening to everything you say right now. Who do you want to give a shout-out to? Anybody? My mom. There we there go. go. That is an excellent answer. Well, you know what, Corian, you did an excellent job out there. You guys were popping pads. I heard you. Everybody was out there screaming for you. Good job. Keep it up. I expect to see you out here again, all right? All right. Hey, good game. job, sir. <laughs> the PCC Bears, Corian, DJ, getting it done. The, the the lime green kicks out there, uh, you know it, this is this is what it's all about. I Couple mean, this of human is, highlight reel. I'm here to tell you, you know what they were making it happen. They were going up and down. So many touchdowns being scored. These little mm -hmm. guys were getting it done out there. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I'm just glad we can be out here to kind of uh, put the the, the Louisville Youth Football uh, League pigskin preview on display uh, for the 2014 season. I know we have another game coming up here pretty soon. Uh, it, and looks like we have somebody else coming on with us. Another, another bear. Another bear. On. Hey, what, what, how you doing, sir? What's your name? Mark Simpson. 
Clark Simpson. And and so let, let me ask you, have you already been out there as of yet? Or are you you anticipating getting out here pretty soon? Um, not soon. We're the last not game soon. to play. Oh, you're the last, last game? Okay, so you got a little time, but you will be out there today. Yep. Okay, now now what position do you play, sir? Funny. Can you <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you just play everything. every position. You're gonna do. You're gonna do everything out there on the field. It's a regular Renaissance yep. man. That's what I'm Iron Man team. That's mm-hmm. what I'm talking about. So, well, okay. Well, let me ask you. What is your favorite position? What's your favorite thing to do? Running the ball. Running the ball. You like. You like running people. You're a pretty big guy. You like running people over. Yep. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I like the intensity. So, so let me ask you. Do you have a favorite player? Do you have a guy that you try to emulate? Out there, just you know, who's your favorite football player? I don't have a favorite football player. My mm. favorite football player is myself. <laughs> that's nice. what I. You there know you what? Go. That is that is exactly what I'm talking about. You, you know, you have that intimidation. You know, Michael Bush was a guy uh, that that I watched growing up. He he was he. I think he would have probably given me some of the same answers. Well, well, sir, get out there. I don't know if we're, your game would be what nine o'clock tonight. You know what? I may come back just to see what you got on this field because I like your intensity. I, I like that. If you get out here, you do a good job, I'm going to have you call into the show. How about that? You can let us know how you did next week. Yep. Clark, Sounds how old good? are you? 12. 12. This kid's 12 years old. I'm 33. I'm about 185 pounds. I think he can I don't want to. I wouldn't want to run I, 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 think, I think he'll run you over, Shane. I'm pretty sure he will. <laughs> well, Clark, you have a good game. I appreciate you taking your time with us, and I hope you do well tonight, all right? Thanks. Thanks, Thanks sir. That's what I'm talking about. Okay, okay. We, we got another player coming on the field with us. Uh, and what's your name, sir? Sean. And who do you play for? St. Stephen Bulldogs. St. Stephen Bulldogs. Okay, so did you have that fun out there in your first game today? Yes, sir. Awesome, awesome. Now, now what position do you play? Um, quarterback. Hmm. Quarterback, okay. Did, did you all get out there and uh, and uh, did, uh, have a good time with it? Yes, sir. Did you get in the end zone? Yes, sir. Okay, okay. So, uh, tell me something. I want to. This is. I'm. I'm gonna find out. So, who's your favorite player? Let me. Let me ask you. Who's your favorite football player? Larry. Larry Fitzgerald. Okay. Okay. Wow, I, that's a good answer. You know what? I, I like Larry Fitzgerald. He's a guy that I watched a whole lot here. He used to come. He came to Louisville a couple times and put in some touchdowns on the field. Okay. So, you yeah. play quarterback. Is quarterback the spot that you want to play? Do you, you want to play a little bit of wide receiver like Larry? Um, probably. Probably. Okay. What okay. about any defense? You like defense, hitting people? You play defense <laughs> now? What uh, What position are you on defense? Um, safety. 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 So no. you just kind of roam around and and look for some poor kid and just lay into him, right? <laughs> there <laughs> we go. Tough. Awesome. Well, well, yeah. we appreciate you coming on the air with us. We're going to be watching you guys all day long. So good job. Go get some orange slices or bananas or something. Whatever y'all need to do. Get your energy back because I know you all will be right back at the practice this week, okay? Good job, sir. Thanks and, for stopping and, by. And we will continue to have more interviews coming up. I know we coming. are at the top of the hour. You know what? And I want to get as many of these little guys on as we can. I want to thank everybody for being out there. Continue to listen to 1450, the sports bus. Rashawn, Shane, John, coming to you live from Skyview Park here in J-Town. And we'll be back. Give us a call, 384-1450, Oxmoor, Fort Lincoln, Buzz Line. And we'll be back on 1450, the sports bus. You're listening to the Weekend Sports Buzz. Tell us your thoughts on the Oxmoor, Fort Lincoln, Buzz Line at 384-1450. And welcome back in to 1450 The Sports Buzz. This is Rashawn Myers coming back to you live from Skyview Park here in J-Town. We have football in the air. 
the kids are out there. They get me excited. I'm ready to get out there myself and run at least a couple 40 yard dashes. I don't know what my uh, 40 time. We don't times want to tear that ACL. Yeah. Up, you know? you <laughs> I don't for Paul George now. Yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly, exactly. I may have to get out there. So I, I, I don't know, <laughs> but I, you know what? Seeing these kids out here, seeing seeing them, you know, with the concentration and the focus. I mean, football has come such a long way. Um, you know, especially from, in this state, in, in this Absolutely. state, I mean, it's unbelievable the amount of organization, the sophistication of the offenses. I mean, these kids are picking up so many things at such a, a younger age now. It's very impressive to see. And we have another one of those impressive gentlemen with us right now coming to us, Paul Thompson. Paul, how are you doing this afternoon? Excellent. Excellent. So but what's the name of your team? You got to give your team a shout out. Who you play for? Cow. Cow. Okay. And uh, I, I saw you guys, you all were on the far end of the field. I didn't get to see you all as much. I saw you doing some things down there. So uh, you have a good game today. Okay. Okay. You did have a good game. Uh, how many touchdowns did you have? Did you get, get in the end zone any? Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, how many? Yeah. One, two, three, six, seven, seven, ten, two, two. two touchdowns. Okay. okay. Two touchdowns. We'll That's take that. Bad. Now, now let me ask you what, what position do you play? Um, do you play, I guess you play offense and defense, right? Okay. Well, what position do you play on? I guess quarterback. Quarterback. Do you play quarterback too? Wide receiver. Okay. Play, play, play running little, back. Play, plays a little, like a little running back. Oh, okay. And I see you have a nickname as well. Is that right? Oh, we got the uh, truth. Oh, I, I was going to say, we got the truth on the line. I thought he was writing down that Paul's the truth. I think your team might call Paul you Paul Pierce's truth. son. <laughs> there you, you go. You got at least two touchdowns out there. Okay, so let me ask you. Uh, do you have a favorite football player? Who's your favorite football player? Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning. Manning. Oh, that's a good one. A long-time yeah. Indianapolis coach won a championship. That's a good one. So, uh, so, so you like playing quarterback. Your favorite player is Peyton Manning. Um... Do you like throwing the ball or running the ball more? I always ask it. I knew that was going to be the answer. You like running the ball? You like running people over? Yeah. You like playing defense? You like hitting people? Awesome, awesome. Well, Paul, good job today. I saw you down there. Keep the focus. Keep your team together. Keep them, you know, get, get them ready to get out there and go chew on some more people. Who, do you want to give a shout-out to anybody before you get off the, uh, off the air with us? Who, who do you want to give a shout-out to? Anybody? No, you don't no, give a shout no. out to mom, dad. He's focused, he's focused on the game. Yeah, he didn't care about No, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Coach, your team, you don't want to give a shout out to anybody? Got a girlfriend or something? Girlfriend? Uh, we oh, see, there we go. He had a little <laughs> smile on I think he's got his eye on somebody. Okay, well, Paul, thank you for joining us. Good job, and I hope to talk to you again soon, okay? Great job, Paul. Awesome. Good job, sir. Thank you. <laughs> Good job. That's awesome. Good stuff out here. Now now we're going to go ahead and bring on the the organizer of this great great event. You know what? Before we bring Todd on, I want to let Truth get in. I know Truth's getting excited. Uh, Todd, you can hang hang with us, but I do want to get the Truth on the line and see what he's got. He may be bringing up. I I don't know what position Truth played, but I know he played football. Truth, how are you doing this uh, morning, sir? I'm I'm very sad about Paul George, you know. Oh, yeah. That that, that injury that last rough. night, Truth, was, was, was tough to see. Uh, it it hit, definitely hit a little too close to home with everything the University of Louisville had to go through uh, with Kevin Ware. Um, yeah. But did, did you get to see uh, that? Did you see uh, that live or did you catch on a replay? I just seen it on replay just a while ago, and it just, it's, it just it, it reminded me so much of Kevin Ware. 
And, uh, you know, you have to watch the little kids play football. The truth, when I played football, I played, played uh, strong safety and wide receiver. Okay. At the same time? <laughs> yeah. uh, I played I played defense and offense. Okay, okay. So you so were you more of a defensive guy? Did you like catching the ball? What, what, what was your? Oh, you know, I was what, a what defense. You... I was a defense player. I played. I weighed a hundred and nineteen pounds, and I soak it wet, but I could hit like a snake. <laughs> and, and, and that's what I'm. So you were like a nasty. I got a nephew who played quarterback this year. He's going to be a good, uh, uh, good linebacker. He played for Henderson County. He played quarterback. Okay. His name is Rich, his name is Richard Carter, and he's going to uh, probably they, if they win, they play Trinity in the first round. So Trinity, if you get ready, y'all going to get upset. Oh, look uh-huh. at Truth. Truth calling him out early. That's Call what I'm you know what? I appreciate that, though, Truth. You let me know who I need to keep my eye on. You know, I, I, I'm big to go out here and uh, scout the young prospects. I get to see all these uh, young prospects out there today. This is usually a little bit younger than what I deal with. You know, I usually stick with the high school kids, but I love it, man. It's just uh, the, the game has I'm come gonna... so far. Truth, when we were kids, okay, Truth, well... it was pretty much our option. It was our option, you know, beer, yeah. you know. But come a long way. The wishbone, the wishbone, and and you know one thing I'm glad they're doing this year in football is make sure that the, mm-hmm. the coach them is being teaching kids how to tackle properly and dealing with cussing. Right. right. Stuff. Not lowering so their head. Yes, so, and I'm so glad. You know what they need to get back hitting the sled. When I was coming up, we had fundamental. You, if you learn how to hit the sled, you'll know how to tackle and keep your head up. We need to go back to old school hitting the sled. Well, I believe yeah, it's to be it just the, you know, the old adage three. Oh, truth, truth hey. give me some uh, good news real quick on IU. What are you guys going to have in football this year? I know they had a pretty good recruiting class. No, I think we I lost. Think we lost he, he gave his he gave his shout out. You know, talking about strong safety and wide receiver. I think he we was got. Done. I think we got truth a little excited. Out He's here much more time. vocal in basketball season. Yeah, well, I, I think he was all ready to go with his football. Then he must have been watching ESPN and saw the Paul George. He saw the took a little again. steam out of his sails. <laughs> <laughs> that was rough to see. Appreciate the call. If you want to be the next thing, give us a call. 384-1450, Oxmoor Ford Lincoln Buzz Line. But, again, we're going to go ahead and bring in Todd Bowers, uh, who is the organizer for this great event, uh, the 2014 Louisville Youth uh, Football League Pigskin Preview. And, uh, Todd, let me just ask you, uh, first of all, the, the attendance uh, for this, even for the first couple of games, has been outstanding. Uh, uh, how long has this event been going on? Well, this is uh, – uh, annual event. We do this like to kick off our season every year, and okay. it's been going on for years. You know, now really? this is our second year of organization with this league, with the Little Youth Football League. But we're just really excited about the turnout this morning. We'll have games from uh, nine o'clock this morning to nine o'clock tonight, mm. day, and then starting tomorrow at ten o'clock, going wow. through nine o'clock tomorrow night. So, the largest, mm. largest youth football program in the state of Kentucky, and we're really excited about today's event. So, how many teams are in the, this youth football league? Fifteen. Fifteen total teams. With two divisions. So okay. you're not going to get a nap time today at all. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what? I've, I've got my SUV out in the parking lot. I think I'm going to about <laughs> two o'clock make a beeline over there and get me a nap. There you <laughs> go. With all the offense we're seeing so far, you're not going to want a nap very long. There's some yeah. pretty talented kids out here and breaking off some long runs. Yeah, we're we're all real excited about the talent we've got in the league, and um, our our ultimate goal is to make uh, these young men uh, better uh, grown-ups and adults and young teenagers as they uh, move up. And 
we pride ourselves on our coaching and um, just met that mentorship. That's really what we're all about. And definitely with, with the team sports, uh, you know, I think that's probably the biggest thing that comes out there to understand accountability, how to play as a team, to be able to focus and listen and do a job. You know, those are the kind of things that you get out of sports that have really nothing to do with sports and everything to do with life. And, and you know, that's something that you guys try to instill out here. Absolutely. So a lot of these young men, these uh, coaches are, are their male role model. And only, only father fear that a lot of these coaches know, and all these kids know. So we're just really excited about it. And, and, and we've actually put all of our coaches through extensive training um, with, in safety and heat index, heat index issues sure. just to make sure they know what to do in the event that something goes wrong. But, yes, uh, we really want uh, these kids to listen and, and um, uh, look up to these parent figures. Now, now, Todd, let me ask you something, because, of course, the, the whole issue with concussions uh, has been such a big part and a talk from not only the NFL level, but all the way down to the Pop Warner level. Is that something that you guys try to stress is, uh, like Truth was saying on the phone with this tackle, you know, to, to be able to learn how to properly tackle and to do all those types of things to really secure the safety for these young guys? Absolutely. Um, we actually partnered with USA Football uh, this year, which is uh, funded by the NFL Foundation. And um, the point of emphasis is concussion awareness and, um, and heat index. And, um, all the coaches have to know what to do in the event of, a, of an injury. And, and we don't want any kid to uh, go back on that field to play once they've been hit hard and hit the ground, you know, because um, those parents, you know, trust us with these children. And so we want to make sure that we know what to do and to make sure their safety is our ultimate goal. Yeah. It, it is a huge responsibility, and I'm sure that does, you know, help ease the tension with the parents, you know, knowing that their their kids are in good hands. So that's, that's another, yeah. you know. Another avenue that sometimes gets lost in sports, but recently with all the concussion talk, I mean, yeah. it's, it has become a little bit more of an awareness. So it's good to see that you all, you know, practice that as well and, and do the training for the coaches. Yeah, each coaches go through a four-hour certification uh, program, so they've got to let us know that they've actually seen it and they've got to have proof that they've actually watched the videos and, and went through the training so we know mm -hmm. that they're at least aware of it. We're not doctors, and we understand that, but ounce of prevention, prevention is worth a pound of cure. Absolutely. Yeah. There you Absolutely. go. I mean, because, you know, back back when we were playing, you know, it was pretty much you get your belly rung, you shake it off, you rub a little dirt on it, get back out there. But Take a salt tank. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Just shake it off, son. You know, just, just walk it off, get on back out there. But thankfully, um, you know, we're taking a lot more precautions. We understand a lot more um, about that. I think Junior Seau and some of the issues that he had really kind of put a spotlight on some of the issues, um, you know, that, that, that we found out. And, and we are more educated now. So that that's awesome. That's outstanding that you guys, um, you know, are, are doing something uh, to really help further that. And, and, you know, hopefully this is the building box. This is the start. And you build better young men here, healthier, more understanding, better fundamentals. And then that trickles down once they get to middle school, to high school, Absolutely. you know, and then ultimately to college and hopefully the NFL. Hopefully we got a couple of them. I think we might have a guy who has a future out here as intense I think as, as, as uh, Clark is over here. He, he intimidates me. I'm just sitting behind the he's, computer he's the and I'm still intimidated. Already. I'm telling you. Uh, but uh, Todd, um, we definitely appreciate you guys allowing us to come out. Now, now let me ask you, I did want to ask with so many teams, you have 15 teams in the league here. Um, are all the leagues from this general area out in the J-Town area? Are they from all around the city? Or no, That's a great question, and we pride ourselves on We serve um, 
Louisville Metro, Jefferson okay. County. We have a team from Oldham County, and we also have a team from Spencer County. So, uh, wow. stressing diversity, uh, stressing putting kids in a different environment that they've been in the in the past, and um, so we're really happy because most of the other leagues don't go out as far, you know, right. in the counties as we go. So, Getting some of the rural areas out here too, absolutely. so that's that's good. Yeah, when 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 you got to Spencer County, you got a little haul. Yeah, yeah. that's, a, that's <laughs> a little bit past my neck of the woods. Just a wee bit, just just a little bit. But now let me ask you, if anybody uh, is out here listening. The 1450 sports sports bus, and they say, you know, I want to get my child involved. Uh, you know, I have a team that maybe next season we want to be a part of what the, uh, the the Louisville Youth Football League is doing. Uh, what's a good way to get in contact? You guys have a website, Facebook page. What would be the best way to get in contact with you guys? Absolutely. For 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 this year, we are actually still taking kids up until August 20th. Wow. So if there's anybody out there that's listening, uh, parent, child, children, and they still want to play, uh, we'll have a second weigh-in process so the children can actually still sign up and play football for this season. Great. And um, and if we miss them for whatever reason, um, you can actually go to our website, get the information, and we'll and we'll catch them next year. But uh, anybody that's interested, you can go to www.lovelyouthfootball.com. Uh, all the, the forms are there. You can actually sign on, uh, register online. Uh, we try to assign the kid to geographical location. Most of the time, the, the parents want to play where close to where they live. So right. um, we've got it. We, we touch all areas of Louisville and, and, and Jefferson County. So we'll have a team for them. And there's, and there's still a few teams that could use a few players. Um, so we encourage uh, children, if you're listening to the broadcast today to sign up, cause uh, we've got a lot to offer. There we go. So right. definitely give Todd a call. Uh, they'd love to have you guys. Uh, Todd, I appreciate everything you guys are doing out here. I can't yep. wait to, to see the, the next game. I know that, well, the next game is already getting started. I, I think the bright colors, really help guys because i've already seen a neon orange guy go running down yeah. for a touchdown i don't know what it is about the bright colors we of course had dj who had yeah. the orange cleats on i, I, so. I like that i, yeah. like that. <laughs> <laughs> I do I, I think the orange the, the, the bright neon highlight colors i don't know if it makes them faster or what, but we really appreciate you guys letting us come out there thank you for everything that you're doing if you definitely need anything else please let us know and uh we'd love to be a part of it and we and we, are, we want to thank uh 1450 to Sports Buzz, WXVW for being a sponsor of the Little View Football League, and we appreciate you guys being here today. And uh, thank you so much for all you do. Absolutely, thank you. Hey, I appreciate it, Todd. Thank you. Like he mentions, if there's any parents out there and they're just kind of on the fence or debating, you know, whether they want their kid in in a, a league like this, this is a great time. Come on out, bring your kids out here, and let them see what's going on out here. I mean, these games, the parents can kind of see how they're ran, the kids can kind of see what goes on. You know, might, might might get you off the fence, and it looks like it's a. I mean, it's a great league. Got some really good talent out here. Tremendous yeah. crowd. I mean, this is this is a good time out here. Well, you know, the biggest thing I like about youth athletics, and, and regardless of whether it's uh, football, basketball, track, baseball, uh, you know, I, I don't care what what the sport is. It's just the ability to go out there and play team sports. It, it's an opportunity, uh, as I've said, to to learn teamwork. It's right. an opportunity to learn leadership. It, you, you learn how to be able to take uh, direction and be able to, to work as a group, great communication, built friendships. I mean, it, there's so many things that U Sports has. It has nothing to do with the football itself. It has everything to do with the so camaraderie. Yeah, so many characteristics that just make you a better person that you don't, and I'm sure you didn't think about it. I didn't think about it when I was no. playing. But then you look back on it now and you, you think, wow, I really did. I learned this and I learned that and, and how to handle situations that weren't even sports related because of sports that I played. You know, it's and I'm sure that, you know, sometimes the kids don't think about that stuff <laughs> no, that, later on in life. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, these are the building blocks. I mean, because, you know, like they say, I, I, idle hands 
uh, the devil's work. That's you gotta, right. When you got and, other, when you don't have anything to do, you usually end up doing something not too right. Bright. Right. And <laughs> as a kid, you're always you have all that energy. So this kind of uh, at least mitigates it to some degree to be able to go out there and focus it. You know, yeah. focus that energy. Focus right. on, on something positive. Focus it on team. And uh, it's amazing because you know that they always thought. You know, with the younger guys that, you know, you pretty much line them up and you just let them go run around. And it wasn't nearly the organization that they have now. Now these kids, I mean, we saw while we're running running shifts and, and, you know, making all types of unbelievable plays. I mean, Mm. football has come such a long way. Uh, You know, it's great to see. And, uh, you know, when you have guys like like Clark that, that, you know, you can see they've been into it for a few years and they build that confidence in themselves and they're doing and they're putting it in a, in a positive way. That's what you I like. Mean, he 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 knows how to focus his intensity. I mean, <laughs> yeah. he's, he's built like. I mean, he's built like the big no twelve year old that I. You know, most twelve year olds you don't see that are built like that. Right. So, yeah, yeah. You can I, tell he takes it serious. No oh, yeah. doubt. No, you, you like it. So yeah, we we definitely appreciate being out there. If you get an opportunity to come out there, I've never been to Skyview Park before today, uh, but it's an outstanding facility. Um, you know, they have football field, they have baseball cages, uh, you know, you have youth baseball going on on the other side. Um, it's, it's, very a, it's nice. almost like a, like a, like a junior college complex or, yes, you know, like a sporting yes. complex. It's a lot to do here. Yes. Uh, beautiful I mean, it, weather it, it, right it, now. It's, it's very nice. Um, beautiful weather out. So if you don't have anything else going on, if you have that itch, uh, for some football, definitely come out. Uh, be a part of what's going on out here at Skyview Park. I know we're uh, up against our next break. These are, you know, we're already about an hour and a half in. It's unbelievable. Oh, flying by. It, it's there flying goes somebody by. Look at that. We got there another go. touchdown. Look at uh, you know what? Yeah. I, I that, think, that's I think a 60 yard touchdown right At there. least. I, I'm telling you what, these guys are putting up points. He was accelerating away from the field. I, 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 I know that he had on, him you know, I mean, just un- unbelievable. I think he knew we were going to break. So he wanted to get his touchdown in there. Uh, yeah. the, the little sure. guys with the, with the gold helmets. I'll have to figure out if that's a, a black L- and gold LSA or, or Valley. Uh, that's who we have out there right now. Um, but give us a call. As we say, the three, eight, four, 14, 50, Oxmoor, Fort Lincoln buzz line. You are listening to the weekend sports buzz. Rashawn, Shane, John, the magic man, Matt McCarthy, taking care of us as well. Uh, give us a call. You are listening to 1450 The Sports Buzz. You can also check us out, 1450thesportsbuzz.com as well, uh, you know, on, on you know any wireless device. Check us out if you're around town. Uh, if you have an opportunity, come by, say hello. We'll put you on the microphone. Give me some, uh, uh, you know, if you want to give some prognostication, talk about, you know, the University of Louisville coming up. We have the U coming in. Uh, you know, Labor Day weekend, Monday night football, the only game on in town. So if you want to give us any better. your thoughts on that, Kentucky, I'm sure they're playing some Biscuit State University uh, uh, to get this, the, this their season started. I can't remember exactly. Is EKU? Like is their Tennessee first game? Valley or Tech, t- Northwest. Yeah. <laughs> well, we know Kentucky's <laughs> playing somebody. I'll, I'll get Kentucky's schedule out there. Big Blue Nation, please don't call in and start yelling at me. I'll give Stoops Troops a, a little credit. I don't know if it's going to be Drew Barker or. Who's going to take command of that? But we'll get into that much, much more. Truth brought up Paul George and what went, what happened with the uh, the Olympic training, the blue-white game yesterday. That was an unfortunate incident. We'll talk about that and much, much more on the Weekend Sports Buzz, 1450 The Sports Buzz. You're listening to the Weekend Sports Buzz. Tell us your thoughts on the Oxmoor Ford Lincoln Buzz Line at 384-1450. I don't think you could have a more perfect early August. Well, first of all, it's it's August second, 
I love the word August because when I hear the word August, I know a hey, sports season is back. I'm not a big baseball guy. I'm all about some football. I'm all about basketball. When mm. August comes around, we have camps opening up, and to be able to come out here to Skyview Park and, and see some football, you know, to see the the, the the young guys getting this kicked off, getting this ready, um, it's just absolutely. I, I don't know if it can get any better, uh, any better. You know, they say the birds <laughs> are chirping, the flowers smell great, and the pads are popping. You know, I thought when you said, when I think of August, I was like, great, he's going to be talking about the Romans now, because that's what I yeah. thought. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it's 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 unbelievable. I mean, it, it, beautiful it, it's, it, I, like I said, I don't know if there's been an offseason. I mean, there's been so many sports stores. So, there's been something going on, it seems like, every week or at yeah. least every few days. It seems like nowadays with the involvement that kids have, they pick a sport early on yeah. and they stick with it. So you have all the summer stuff that goes on. So. It really never ends for any sport. Yeah, it's a 365 uh, cycle. I mean, especially with, uh, you know, Twitter and Facebook so huge now. I mean, you have, uh, you know, what? The, you had the, the uh, March Madness that, that went through the first part of April. Uh, then you had the April draft. So you had all the draft stuff leading up to the NFL draft. Uh, then you had Russ Smith and, of course, everything that he was going on, uh, trying to get ready uh, for the NBA draft. Then you have the actual NBA draft. You have the NBA Finals. And then you have, of course, Louisville Baseball making right. their run to the College yeah. World yeah. Series. And then right into Summer League action. And then you go from Summer League action into the Olympics. And now you're back at football. I mean, mm. you really have had no offseason. You, you know, when I was World a kid. Cup going on, too. Yeah, and you, had World, uh, and you had World Cup going on as well. And the guy and, that went back to Cleveland. Uh, yeah, yeah, you had uh, LeBron James, NBA free agency. I mean, this has really and truthfully not been a sports offseason. I mean, we're right here in the football. Uh, you know, I know Coach Petrino was going to have a press conference for the media coming up on Monday, second floor yeah. of the Howard Schnellenberger Complex. Uh, so we'll get to hear him, his thoughts on uh, his first camp, uh, his first fall camp with the University of Louisville in his mm. second stint. I can't say his first, yeah, you know, stint overall, but 2.0 uh first yeah. fall camp so we have that going on we'll start to get uh some feedback from that we have the actual first practice that tuesday i want to say the uh the rookies the freshmen get going at 9 20 tuesday morning and then the uh the older guys the veterans uh join the fray around 4 30 uh tuesday afternoon of course coach Pino is opening up the first five practices uh to fans so if you want to get out there uh go go by the complex uh, I know those guys are going to be out there popping pads. I know Coach uh, uh, Petrino is also going to open up a scrimmage as well. So, I mean, those are all the things going on. There's plenty. Good fan day uh, on the 16th you got, as well. You got fan day. You got autographs. I mean, so sports season's here. I mean, it it, it's, 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 it's pretty much here. I mean, it's season. getting kicked off. And uh, I definitely want to get back to the Oxmo Fort Lincoln buzz line, 384-1450. Uh, we have my man, the fa- probably my favorite guy to talk to because he always got a story for me. I know he's got a billion pop Warner stories for me. <laughs> Carolina, Steve. What's going on, Carolina? How you doing this morning? Welcome to a real conference, Rashawn. <laughs> I knew that was coming. So, it was probably about three or four years ago on a Saturday. I called you because you were bad-mouthing the ACC. <laughs> correct? Yeah, you know, yeah, that, that's true. That is absolutely correct. I've been dogging the ACC for about seven years, Carolina. So now I guess I get to put all my push all my chips to the table, huh? Okay, now you're going into a football conference that has four or there's say five. I think it's uh, if you count Notre Dame, five teams mm-hmm. that have won the national championship in football. I think that's right. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, no, and I mean, the ACC, when you talk about the great names of college football, uh, even going to Pittsburgh and Syracuse as well as Florida State, Notre Dame, uh, you know, Clemson. Pittsburgh and Syracuse are nothing. It's Florida State, it's Miami, it's Clemson, it's Georgia Tech. Those are all national champions right there. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. Pittsburgh won it, but that's when they, they had uh, a former uh, University of Tennessee coach and uh, Syracuse. I think that did they win it back when Jim Brown was playing? Brown. Yeah. When Jim Brown was playing for the Cuse, yeah, a long, long time ago. Was a while. <laughs> yeah. And Syracuse has had but some I'm good teams. I'm so happy. Oh, by the way, guess where I have tickets to this football season, Rashad? Oh, I know you're going to the Louisville Clemson game, uh, Carolina. That's right. And I'm going to be standing down. I'm going to be in section GG, and I'm going to be watching them run down the heat. Hey, you know what? I've heard that's one of the most electric. I've heard Carolina. That's one of the most electric atmospheres uh, in college football. Um, I can't wait to get down there. I will be uh, down there as well for that. So uh, maybe I can get down there. You can show me the ropes of uh, South Carolina football. How's that sound? Okay. By the way, Rashawn, I'm probably one of the only people up here that's ever set foot on that field as a as a player. Is that right? Yeah, I played back in 1967. Freshman could not play varsity, but we had a freshman team, and we played Clemson down there at South Carolina, and we beat them. And just they said, this is like a Kentucky fan being a big Louisville fan, but I was, uh, I'm was i a fan of South Carolina, but I'm a big fan of Clemson also. I grew up. I saw what they could do. They've had great teams. I remember their national championship team with the refrigerator playing nose guard, and uh, they had Danny F- uh, Ford coaching them. And now we got Dabo Sweeney down there, and he's good. And people talk about how much offense we lost. Our quarterback coming back, Corey Stout, completed 70% of his passes last year, and it wasn't one of those uh, mop-up jobs. He would play sometimes a whole half. Yeah, Stout is a very, very good quarterback. Mm. A lot of people don't talk about him. Cole Stout is is probably going to put up some ridiculous numbers. Uh, got one of the better tight ends in the country as well that nobody really talks about. Jordan Leggett, um, I think he's a yeah. sophomore, and uh, just I mean had a, had some injuries last year, but yeah, that Clemson is going. I mean, you know, Clemson reloads every year. Oh, it's yeah. amazing. Yeah, how, we're uh, number talent- two in the year in the country this year for recruits. And the quarterback we got last year who is listed as a dual threat, which I've yet to figure out what that is, he was ranked number one in those, and there's a possibility that against Georgia, he's going to play quite a bit, and he'll be playing quite a bit during the year. So I'm looking forward to that. We got some. Uh, we Yes, we did lose our top two receivers, but we still got a bunch of receivers. And our defense – I hope they're as good as the year we won the national championship and we had the refrigerator and William Devane at the nose guards and we called them the Bruce Brothers. So uh, it's going to be good. And uh, by the way, Rashad, you're that yes, in the conference that has the winningest active football and basketball coach in NCAA today. Is that, is yeah. that right? I guess so. Yeah. Well, look at there. I, I did not know that. Now, now, Carolina, I, I hear. I, uh, who was that? 
You got Frank Beamer from Virginia Tech. He's the winning the stack. Okay. Football yeah. Catch. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Frank Beamer. He's done a lot of winning at Virginia Tech. They, of course, did hit up on some hard times. Uh, hopefully, uh, Vitek will start to, uh, uh, you know, bounce back a little bit. That the they, ACC really needs them back to where they yeah. were. I, well, yeah. I mean, the ACC needs all the guys that they got Absolutely. from the Big East. I mean, Miami's not necessarily held up their end of the bargain. Thankfully, uh, Clemson has had a, a, a resurgence over the last several years with what Dabo yeah. has been able to do. Um, but uh, Carolina, what do you think about the, all these um, Big East transplants? Do you think that they're going to be, uh, you know, kind of start to come back? Because I, I know, of course, the division that Louisville's in is very strong when you have Florida State. I think it's uh, going to be good, uh, the people they have coming in. I don't particularly care for Pittsburgh or Syracuse type of football. It's not Southern football. Louisville is not Southern football. Southern football is take it, run it down your face, play good defense like the king of the colleges, Alabama, play and everything. And I've always been, my dad was a coach, that's the philosophy we always went with, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. And it's going to be fun watching this football season and uh, everything. And I'm going to get a chance. I'm going to try and get to see Louisville play. I might go see him play NC State and you got some trap games, Elder. You got to watch out for NC State, Rashawn, because they have the transfer from Florida at quarterback, who's supposed to be a pretty good uh, quarterback there, and it's going to be some good people. Yeah, people go down there and see. Hey, unbelievable story. Exactly. Worked on the tra- transmission during the uh, <laughs> <laughs> during halftime. Got the truck up and running. Helped an old lady across the street. Yeah. Exactly. Got a cat out of the tree. <laughs> Where's me? Well, John, I'll see you down at uh, Clemson. I'm Carolina, going, I won't be in town for the Miami game. I'm up there to see you know who my favorite college football team is. I'm going to see them open up. And we probably got y'all coming. Y'all got back the next receiver in the nation. I think we got the best uh, receiver in the nation. Y'all have a good time. I know they have talent. I mean, yeah. everybody knows the ACC. I'm always a ton of talent. You're going to see a lot of NFL guys there. Uh, um, uh, you know, on the on the field. But my issue with the ACC has always been the coaching. I mean, let's not get it twisted. Florida State, when yeah. they've been good, have just railroaded that conference. I mean, you have a lot of good names, but unfortunately, Notre Dame, Clemson has been a team that has had a resurgence. They've been in the top 15 the last several years, but they've been a program that has perennially uh, underachieved. They've always yeah. had some issues where they're not as good as expected. Sure. Um, so, you know what? I think the University of Louisville is ready to take on the challenge of the ACC. I think that yeah. Charlie Strong did a great job of building the depth that you need. And that's Absolutely. the biggest thing. When you go to these bigger conferences, you have to have – your number ones have to be good, but your number twos have got to be very strong as well. Yeah. And I think that depth is going to be a big difference, don't you think? And it is going to be a big difference, especially you talk about all the offensive firepower, uh, especially with uh, you know the coaching style. You're going to have to be subbing in different running backs, different wide receivers. You're going to have to have good, fresh guys. And I think with Louisville, they have a lot of good uh, young wide receivers. You have James Quick, who we saw out of Trinity a couple of years ago, a mm-hmm. uh, uh, player of the year. Um, you know, and we have some other quick guys uh, who are going to be able to step up, who are going to be able to replace the guys when they get tired and be able to keep scoring. And that's in, in our kind of coach style that's going to be necessary for this Louisville squad well and I think that's the biggest thing is that you have to have that depth because what happens is the difference between 
the haves and the have-nots in college football comes down to you can have some very good first-line players. I think we saw it when Utah you know, entered into the Pac-12 where the Utah had some good starting players. They had some guys that could play at a Pac-12 level, but then when you got into the depth, you got second into the half, bench, they started wearing out. The second, and, and the the second half, different. they wore out, and you know you don't have those number twos that can come in and play at that level, and I think that's the difference between Louisville and a Utah or TCU or some of these other teams mm-hmm. that have made the jump and really struggled, and I think everybody has seen how some of these quote-unquote hot prospects in football have really struggled uh, when right. they've made that jump to the the big leagues and I think they're kind of throwing Louisville and lumping them into that same category but I, I think uh, that Louisville's a little bit sturdier I think they do yeah. have better depth I know that there are some nice three and four star guys even coming off the bench you have guys like uh, Gerard Holliman who was a U.S. Army All-American who may not even start for the university he, I mean he's one of the highest strength recruits in, in all the services you look at who's come yeah. to Louisville in the last five ever, years. Ever, ever. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's yeah. one of the, the most talented players ever. To, I mean, he was a top 100 player coming out of high school. Of course, um, he had some great concerns initially, so he had to take an extra year to get here. Then he had some injury issues once he finally got to Louisville. You know, finally got on the field he's last really starting year. to click with him. And, he, he had an excellent yeah. spring starting to click with him. That's that's one that uh, Louisville fans will definitely want to well, watch, and they, number eight. Then you year. look at uh, Miami, who went to a bowl game last year, and Louisville absolutely pounded them. And they are, um, you know, oh, and it's not uh, like Miami didn't. Miami, have yeah, I mean, Miami, Miami gets some really good recruits. I mean, mm-hmm. players want to go to Florida, whether the team's good or not. Now, Golden, I think, has really picked oh, yeah. that program up from nothing to kind of built it a little bit back up. And just seeing that game knows, you know, that Louisville's going to be okay in the ACC just from watching that Miami when, game. Oh, and you, yeah, yeah. you got to think, you know, Petrino's definitely chomping at the bit now, going to the ACC. And you know, we we know what he did, forty-one and nine in his first in here. But in my opinion, this team has got more talent than Petrino's probably ever had, maybe even including Arkansas teams. I mean, look at well, it's uh, between this team and, and this is what I've gone back and forth on. This team, and you bring that up, and the 2014 squad. That I think those are the two most talented teams Coach Petrino's ever had. You know, not counting the the NFL with the Atlanta Falcons, of course. But collegiately, I think that the 2014 when you had Bush. From Gates, was last year. Uh, or, or excuse me, uh, the, the 2004, the 2014, uh, like, you know, the, the, the team that, that had the one loss, lost to Miami and beat right. uh, Boise State in the oh, bowl okay. game. I think okay. that's probably, um, those are the two most talented teams. You have more NFL guys on that team than probably any other Louisville team in history. But I think it's between this mm-hmm. year's team and that team. I think we can go back and forth on that until this season is actually played. But I agree with you. I, I do think that. This is probably the most talented team Petrino's ever had, don't you? I, yeah, definitely probably on offense. I mean, you look at um, the name for – I forget the name now, the guy from the NFL who just wrote up and said that Louisville has the – in the ACC, they've got the top uh, wide receiver core and the top running back core. And, you know, it's kind of hard to – kind of hard to not agree with that. You look at, you know, not just Devontae Parker. you got, you know, Eli Rogers, James Quick, Michael Lee Harris, you know, Kai Dela Cruz when he's healthy – yeah. You're talking about what Dela Cruz last year came up and just lit it up when he was healthy. Unfortunately, oh, yeah. got injured again. That's one to watch. I mean, he was playing over Damian Copeland a, a lot of early last season. Oh, and now Damian uh, Copeland's making plays for the Jacksonville Jaguars. So, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, there is a, a ton of offensive talent there. I think defensive talent. I mean, there was some outstanding defense for Coach Petrino would be an offensive coach. He had a ton of NFL talent type talent i know uh we're up against the break my man tyler bloy tyler i promise you i'm not holding you because you're a kentucky fan <laughs> I promise you that i'm not doing that i will get to you right I after the break hey, you know what 
<laughs> the time has been flying by. We're almost two hours in to this great show out here at Skyview Park. Uh, we're having a good time. Come out, say hello. We'll get you on the radio. Give us a call. You can get in behind Tyler, 384-1450 on the Oxmo Ford Lincoln Buzz line. You are listening to the Weekend Sports Buzz. Remember, check, check us out, 1450 The Sports Buzz or 1450com We'll be back. You're listening to the Weekend Sports Buzz. Tell us your thoughts on the Oxmoor Ford Lincoln Buzz Line at 384-1450. And welcome back in to 1450 The Sports Buzz. Rashawn Myers, a guy joined by a cast of thousands. I feel as if I just had, it's like a big giant football family reunion out here. Everybody's <laughs> out here having a good time, laughing. Uh, you know, kids running everywhere. The excitement's in the building. Football is back, people. It is it's August the 2nd. Everybody's out here. They're having a good time. We have the young guys out there sweating, playing hard, uh, you know, running up and down the field, making plays. I love to see it. I love the camaraderie. Every, everybody's giving high fives and getting their orange slices and just having a good old time. We're, we're having a good time out here at Skyview Park. Get an opportunity. Come by. They're going to be playing games all day from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. All, all day long. How can you that. go wrong you with cannot that? cannot beat that. But uh, before we get to our next guest, I do want to get Tyler Boyd. He's been waiting forever. Tyler, I promise I wasn't trying to make you wait because you're a Kentucky fan. I would never, ever do that. <laughs> you know, I'm not that type of guy. Uh, what you got for us this morning, sir? You know, nothing much, guys. Appreciate you letting me come on, and I really appreciate you letting me come back from break with Katy Perry. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we, we did that just for you, Tyler, because you are that special to us. That's why. <laughs> I appreciate it. Got me in the mood. I have I have three quick topics to just go with you quickly, Rashawn. We'll stick with this football topic real quick. I got okay. a little bone to pick with you, card fans, especially you, Rashawn. Why you <laughs> guys mm. constantly? constantly forget about the past. One day, the polls matter because you're ranked number seven, and then six months down the road when you're not ranked, polls are a joke. What's going on with that? <laughs> well, you know, obviously, if the, if the poll doesn't have University of Louisville, it's a, it's a joke. I mean, clearly. It's a conspiracy not, if we're not in there. You know, I mean, oh, the it's fact a joke. that... The, it's a joke. The fact that Miami is not Louisville just put a beat down on Miami uh, in the Russell Athletic Bowl. Let's not forget about that, and then for some reason, Miami's ranked ahead of Louisville in the college the college polls. Come on, Tyler. Come on. I mean, you got you got to at least admit that's and a little bit. Louisville's a three point favorite, I think. I will say this: so you guys are projected fifth to sixth in your conference. You do not be ranked preseason. Yes, if you all if you all play well, win games, go right ahead. Rank the cards. Rank Petrino. Move on down. You know, through the ball volleyball shorts. Whatever you got to do, rank them. It's fine. It happens. But you do not deserve that ranking. You lost your top player, Teddy Bridgewater. He's going to be starting in the NFL as a rookie. You can't tell me you deserve that with a new quarterback, new system and all. Actually, actually Tyler, I have to agree <laughs> with you. I don't think Louisville deserves being a top 25 ranked team uh, preseason, not just because of Teddy. But, I mean, the main thing, you look at the defense. You know, you lose your starting safeties. Both safeties are down the league. Uh, you know, you lose a lot of talent on defense, you, obviously Teddy Bridgewater. So, yeah, I agree. I don't think they deserve the top 25 ranking. Now, with that said, I don't think it's going to be too long before they're in the top 25 and deservingly so because, uh, you know, they put a beat down on Miami last year. They'll probably start off with something similar. If they're, you know, if they're, if they're top 30, 35 right now, that ought to get them close, win a couple more games in a row, and, and there they are. So, I'll agree with you on that, Tyler. Okay, so what else you got for us, Tyler? What else you got there is us? a reasonable Louisville fan out there. Shane Sol- no, Sobel, 
Freeze right. But I am fair and balanced, okay? I'm fair and balanced. Just Solid on Saturdays. Saturdays. You are far <laughs> from fair and balanced. You don't even know the meaning of fair and balanced, Sean. Anyways, let's get to quickly. I'll just end it after this one. What's most okay. importantly and what's most relevant, Sean? Kentucky basketball in August. I cannot wait, and I know you can't either. It is. You know what? I'm out here watching these kids out there on the football field. And of course, a Kentucky fan wants to just skip football. It's just like University hey. of Kentucky. First of all, they're having they're going to have a basketball game before they have their first football game, which is ridiculous to begin with. But of course, Kentucky's, Kentucky's a basketball is, state. Come it, on, it, it is a basketball state, but you know. You know what? It's about football. From what I've been told, Kentucky has 70,000 strong fans, and they're building up, and I'm seeing stupid, ugly faces. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm talking student, about student, Kentucky basketball. Kentucky right, basketball right. in the Bahamas. <laughs> it it yeah. is in the Bahamas, Great. yes. And they're going to be coming up playing in, what, two There's weeks? You, I believe. Yeah, in a couple weeks, two, two and a half weeks, you and your fellow card fans, along with me and all my beloved people of the nation fans, can truly get to see what a national championship preseason is like. Dino Gaudio said himself, he yeah, I mean, Kentucky can't be seen in person in 10 years. It's okay. This, I'm out. This Kentucky team. Hey, thank you, Tyler. This, the Ty, Ty is absolutely right, though. This Kentucky team is going to be much better than last year when they went to when they were runner-up. So, I mean, if they get anything less let me than tell, an let me tell you championship, so we have so the Louisville Youth Football League out here, and I'm watching these kids out there playing football. Nobody wants to hear about Kentucky basketball. Come on, Tyler. These kids don't care about Kentucky basketball. They want to talk about football. They want to talk about popping pads and hitting people. Tyler, they don't want to hear about no basketball. Come on, we'll save that. Okay, I don't want to hear all that. We're going to talk basketball. We're going to talk about Bring it up George, in October. But, yeah, exactly. But we're going to go ahead and bring on our next special guest, the man that is making it all happen out here, D. Mucker, president of J-Town Youth Football League. D, how are you doing this afternoon? I'm doing I'm doing great. I'm excited to be out here. Uh, we're, we've been blessed to host this event for several years, and uh, we're out here again this year. The LYFL is the fastest-growing league, uh, biggest league in the yeah. state of Kentucky, uh, and we contend the most competitive league in Louisville, Kentucky. So we're excited to be here. Uh, just happy to have everybody. Everybody in Skyview Park. So well, I said, Todd said there's 15 teams correct in this league. Is that is it growing every year? Has it been 15 for a while? I mean, how's how's the growth? It's now? growing every year. We got got three new teams this year. We've got one team that's new to football. That's the LSA Lions. We've got the Valley Vikings. They're an established program. They came to the league this year, and also the Heights Point Lobos came from the Metro League. So we have 14 clusters that have three to four teams in each uh, mm. uh, within their cluster. Now I got a Post for J-Town. We do have six teams. we got two sets of teams at J-Town. There we go. So we're excited to have maroon and silver teams at J-Town. Now, D, just kind of talk about this facility. This is an absolutely wonderful oh, facility. And you guys are able to come out here and, and, you know, put on and put your best foot forward here for the uh, season preview. Um, what, what's it been like? This is the first time I've been to Skyview Park, but um, this is an outstanding facility for football, isn't it? This facility has been here since about 2002. I've been involved since uh, for about 13 years. Uh, this facility was, we were blessed with this facility in 2002, and uh, last year uh, the city bought us lights. Uh, we are the only lighted youth facility uh, uh, in Louisville, and the playing surface was laser grade uh, last year. We had a new Bermuda surface uh, okay. installed. So, you know, uh, besides the stands, it's a little tight over here, but, uh, I mean, it's it's as nice as any high school yeah. field. Uh, Very it looks, it looks great. Crazy. You know, yeah. it's, it's, it's a really yeah. nice facility. And I'm 
we feel blessed to be here. Sure. Well, I, I tell you what, you know, you talk about this being the fastest growing league uh, in the city. I can see why. I mean, the, the fan support, uh, Gosh, you know, everybody coming out, it's outstanding. It's uh, I mean, whose brainchild was it to go out here, you know, go out here and put youth football on all day long? I mean, this is just, it's, it seems like this is, you know, a, a momentous type of undertaking like you know who put this together have you all been doing this 9 a.m to 9 p.m is this something new or all right you've been doing this for a while we, we've been doing this for a while uh j-town we started doing actually i played in a pigskin preview <laughs> back wow, in the okay. early 80s uh wow. so the pigskin preview is not a new concept okay. but uh this league under the leadership of uh direction of todd bowers um you know we've decided to keep it at one location we've done it different ways Okay. Uh, where we've had two locations going on Saturday, but a uh, decision was made for us all to come together right. uh, at one facility, and it's awesome. Uh, the LYFL is a great place. Uh, a lot of all the league presidents, kind of like a fraternity. You know, we all know each other, we all support each other, and we also want to see uh, each other do well. Right. You know, so that's a special thing about uh, the Louisville Youth Football League. When you got a facility like yeah. this, I mean, you might as well use it and, and put it to good use and show it off because it is it's just a spectacular i mean grounds not just one field but the baseball fields and the, and the water park mm. i mean it's very anything to do cool. out here i mean bring yeah. the kids out get them off the video games bring them out here get them on the field somewhere yeah the city the, the, the mayor's office uh and the parks recreation director debbie hendrick i mean they really support youth sports you can tell from out here we've got a regional baseball tournament and like you said the water park is something new it came in this year, and I mean, just the lights. I mean, everything. Uh, youth sports in J Town uh, is serious, and it's really booming. But now, now let me ask you. I, I just want to know, just kind of compare and contrast the difference um, that you've seen. You know, you said you played in this uh, pigskin preview. Uh, you know, back, back when you were playing to now, um, the focus on safety fundamentals, proper tackling. You know, as as I talked about uh, with Todd earlier. Uh, with the you know the concentration on concussions and uh, proper hydration, those types of things that we've seen come up. What's the difference between then and now, and how much more focus there is on that these days? Well, then you you really didn't talk about heat related <laughs> illnesses, and I mean you the kids the, the just the whole mindset of of heat related illnesses and 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 safety in football is different. You know then you know, kids were soft if they asked for water breaks, right. kids and this, that, and the other. But, you know, now, you know, at J-Town, we keep water bottles on the field, you know, right. while the players are practicing. Uh, we follow KHSA rules, as does the league as a whole. Uh, we're monitoring, if it's above 90, 95 degrees, according to those rules, we're monitoring every, you know, half an hour. We'll either cancel, uh, modify, or hold off sure. practice. Uh, as far as concussions, uh, the LYFL uh, league under Todd, you know, we moved to USA football and we actually have uh, concussion training, you know, much like the high school coaches uh, right. have to go through. We've got concussion training. All of our coaches are, uh, we have a player safety coach in each cluster that monitors that stuff uh, for us. So it's, it's completely different as far as the safety. It's a huge relief to the parents yeah. too. I mean, it's like you said, you know, back in the day, you were considered soft or, you know, I was always scared to even ask for a break or, you know, if I told my coach, you know, I hurt my ankle, he, well, your face is killing me. You know, that's, <laughs> that was his patent to go to line. Yeah. If you came off that field, you better be going to the hospital. Right. Yeah. You know, it wasn't, you know, these days it's, it's a whole lot different. And, and I think it's great though. You know, it gets more, more kids involved because now you got so many more parents who don't necessarily worry about their kid getting hurt because of all the same safety issues that are, you know, that have kind of been taken care of and, and just the progression um, with equipment 
and uh, the training for the coaches and reps and so yeah it um just i mean just a great great thing going on out here yeah exactly. yeah some pretty good talent too we've seen a couple really uh, long runs and some intricate plays i mean that's just we didn't know that stuff as a kid like how to do end arounds oh, like rashawn said earlier just, you know Vince Lombardi strategies and stuff i'm watching these <laughs> one kid gets like, ball and runs if, around if, if, if you told me six or seven years ago the kids could run shotgun in the mighty mites out of out of sport now they can't but now shotgun is the way to go i mean I mean, that's just I mean shit really shifts really at the thing. line. I mean, yeah. it's unbelievable. I mean, it, it just watched them out here. I mean, there just is so much structure. There's so much more. I mean, you know, like I said, when I, I was watching, I never played Pop Warner, but, you know, when I was growing up, you know, it was pretty much veer. It was all right. option, either either pitch here. or keeper, pitch or keeper. He's you know, score. left or right. Look at it. We got a touch. Uh, I, oh, look, he tried to reach it over the goal line. He was close. I, close. I don't know if he got in, but can I mean. We, can we go to instant replay? I, I think we might have to go. Let's go to the slow motion. Replay. Let's see if his knee was down before the ball crossed the plane. Where's the replay at? That's what we need. Got to go under the hood, but that was close. But, I mean, yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, the sophistication of the game now yeah. uh, and what these, uh, these youngins are able to retain. You know, at such a young level, I mean, do you think, now let me ask you, this is something that we talked about, was the fact that the, uh, I guess the focus being put more on football, when University of Louisville and University of Kentucky decided to start to play every year, it really seemed like there was a grassroots movement to really push forward football in, in the state of Kentucky. Um, have you seen that that push? Because, I mean, it went from, you know, if you had two or three Division One prospects from the city, you were doing pretty good here in the state of Kentucky now. You know, you have 25, 35, 40 kids every year playing, you know, on D1 scholarships. Is that something uh, where you saw a boost from that? Was there more interest in it? Because it used to be all basketball. You know, it used to be all – have you seen that that kind of that spike in interest in football? Well, football football has de definitely, definitely gone up. Uh, and, you know, with – and putting – this is a youth league game, but it, middle school football, there's now middle school football right. um, in Louisville and Kentucky. Uh, the youth league football, I mean, definitely. At J-Town, we have 160 kids uh, in our program alone. And these teams these teams right here, if you look out there, I mean, there's 40, 45 kids standing on the sideline, mm -hmm. you know. So, I mean, I think football uh, is growing. Of course, it goes, it goes up and down uh, right, sure. a little bit. But from years past, uh, I think football is definitely uh, growing. Now, we talk about – you know, football's something I start debating people with sometimes. Football is the only sport that really hasn't, if you think about it, that hasn't gone year round. I mean, yeah. when kids start playing baseball, uh, you, you know, it, all these traveling teams, year, yeah, you go year round. round. Soccer, it ends up being a year round sport. Uh, and then I start debating with parents sometimes. We'll start two weeks earlier, and it's like, oh, it's not football season. I'm like, well, every other sport, <laughs> right? <laughs> every it's other always sport, football you know, season year round, you know, <laughs> but. Uh, no, I, I think the, the interest for the sports there and events like this just, I mean, I got goosebumps sitting out here. You know, and I don't have a kid out here. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah, uh, no, so I think it's, it's great. It, it's it's been unbelievable. And again, you are listening to the weekend sports of us, Rashawn Myers, uh, sitting in with D. Mucker, the president of Jaytown Youth Football. D, before we get out of here, I know we're at the top of the hour. Um, you know, uh, as we talked about with Todd earlier, talk about if anybody is in, uh, wants to get their child involved, if they want to look at maybe in the future putting a team in this league. Um, what are some good ways to get in contact with you guys and be a part of the, the great things that are going on out here? Well, uh, Todd Bowers, we, he has appointed an intake committee, and uh, Ed Goodwin and Carlos, I think you all are going to talk <laughs> to him later. He is, he would probably talk more about that. But we have an intake process okay. uh, where – the teams interview to get in the league, and we look at things like uh, 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 your tenure in the community, and and, and uh, just if you're a good fit 
Uh, if your philosophy as an organization is similar to uh, uh, the other organizations in the LYFL. Uh, as far as J-Town, uh, you go to the LYFL website, uh, all of the contact information for all of our programs. You know, we want our kids that live in Pikes Point, St. Matthews, to play for the Lobos. I mean, there's good coaches at all the organizations. We're just trying to promote sport. But if you live in J-Town, uh, we have a website. Uh, also, my name is on the uh, Louisville Youth Football League site as well. Awesome, awesome. Well, we definitely appreciate you guys allowing us to come out here. Uh, it's been a great showcase so far. I can't, can't wait to continue to watch these young guys get it. You all are doing outstanding, outstanding work. And it's it's not just about football. It's about building uh, the next great young leaders in the community. And I think you guys are doing an outstanding job of helping helping get there. So definitely appreciate your time this afternoon. All right. Thank you. Thank you, D. Thank you. Thank you. D. Mucker, president of J-Town Youth Football, joining us. You are listening to the Weekend Sports Buzz. Uh, Rashawn Myers, Shane, John, Matt, we're all here. Everybody's excited. They're jumping up and down. The fans are going crazy. It's electric. Going bananas out here. They're going crazy. I see kids doing backflips. They're stretching the football over the end line. It's absolutely unbelievable. If you want to be next in line, give us a call. 384-1450, Oxmoor Fort Lincoln Buzz Line. You'll be back. Remember, you can always check us out, 1450sportsbuzz.com. Rashawn Martin will be back. You're listening to the Weekend Sports Buzz. Tell us your thoughts on the Oxmoor Fort Lincoln Buzz Line at 384-1450. And welcome back into the Weekend Sports Bus. Rashawn Myers back here with you for the last hour of the show. We going three. We went three hours today, and I was wondering, you know what? Are we? You know, it's three hours. Is that going to be? I don't even know if three hours is going to be. No, we need to go ahead and extend that to a fourth hour. We have so much going out, uh, going <laughs> on out here at Skyview Park. Uh, you know, the, the football teams that they're, they're out there. They're going hard. We have our next superstar, the Gridiron, joining us right now, Leland Allen. Leland, how are you doing this morning, What's going sir? On? You doing all right? I, I saw you out there, man. You look like you were uh, out there working hard. Do you all have a good game today? Yeah. Good, good. So tell me, well, what's the name of your team? Valley. Valley. Okay, okay. So uh, you all were out there. I, I think I saw you score at least one touchdown. You get to get a couple touchdowns out there? today no you didn't get out there i thought i saw you out there were you playing were you out there hitting people you out there, you were, you're out there yeah. hitting people yeah. i i know you're out there in the middle of something weren't you yeah so so let me ask you sir what what position do you play uh for the team i play one running back and line linebacker running back and linebacker i like yeah, that he so, does look mean so so let me ask you do you like running over people or knocking people down what's your favorite Knocking people down. That's that's what I'm talking about. So you like the defensive side of the ball. Now, now let me ask you: Do you have a favorite player? Do you have a, a player that you like to watch play football? Who's your favorite? Hey, Adrian Peterson. Adrian, Adrian Peterson. You know what? If if there was an offensive guy that plays like a defensive player, it'd be Adrian Peterson. He's yeah, big, strong. Yeah. He likes running, knocking people brute, over yeah. too. He's not afraid to run run into people. That's for sure. I like that. So it's today, like a young Chris Spillman. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You can get out there and knock some out. Let me ask you, this was your first game, right? This is your first game, so uh, you've been having fun out in practice? Yeah. Yeah, you, you like getting out in front of all these people and playing? Yeah. Yeah, you, so, Big so, time. So, so you're ready to get – you could get right back out there right now and run some more, couldn't you? Yeah. Okay, well, you know what, Leland? You did an outstanding job. I saw you out there. Keep knocking them out. I want you to come back and, uh, and let me know how your team does this year, okay? Awesome. I appreciate <laughs> it, sir. Thank you. 
job, Leland. <laughs> I like it. Adrian Peterson. That's, that's what I'm talking about. Right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I like that, man. That's that's. If there's a hitter, if there was a guy who, you know, makes the defense scared when he comes out there, I think it's he's, he's, he's kind of like the modern Jim Brown. Oh, yeah. You Christian better believe Decoy. it. Yeah. No one wants to get in front of him. And now, of course, he's a teammate of Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, you know, uh, he's been talking about how well Teddy's been doing in camp. So uh, I like that. You know yeah, what? Like Leland did an outstanding job. Real good. Real good. And, and now we're going to go ahead and bring on Carlos, president of the uh, East End Warriors. Uh, join us. Carlos, how are you doing this afternoon? I, I, I tell you what, you know what? Uh, th this is a, an unbelievable showcase uh, for youth football here in the city. I had no idea this was going on. What's it like getting ready for this? Do you feel the juice on the sidelines as a coach with all these people in the stand? Well, first of all, thank you guys for being here and broadcasting <laughs> from here today. Uh, this is unbelievable. Uh, today kicks off the absolute best time of the year. You know, from now to the 1st of November. Uh, my, my wife's not happy about it. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds familiar. Yeah, yeah. no kidding. But, you know, helping these kids develop uh, and, and grow, there's no better thing to do in life. No doubt. And, and just kind of talk about that because, you know, these young guys, you know, when I, I was growing up, I was always taught, you know what, you just pretty much teach the kids the basic. You know, teach them to tackle, you line them up, maybe they hand the ball off and just run. run but Prep football, you know, Pop Warner has come such a long way. These kids are running some pretty sophisticated offensive sets right now. Well, you know, it's pretty amazing. Uh, I, I started playing football in third grade and played on through college. Right. The basics haven't changed. Right. Uh, um, and we've got coaches out here that are teaching kids the basics. Now, the schemes have changed, but the basics are still the same. You right. know, you, you've got to be fundamentally sound uh, out here, and a scheme is never going to overcome good fundamentals. Still got to wrap up and tackle. Yeah, exactly. No question about exactly. it. Now, let me ask you, with, with all the, um, you know, everybody talks about all the changes uh, in, you know, even college football, NFL, with the, the new rules on lowering your head and being able to tackle properly, keep your head up, wrap with your arms, and not trying to, to you know, knock people out with the crown of your helmet. Is that something that you guys try to make a, a, a consorted effort to make sure these kids learn proper tackling techniques? We do. All coaches in the uh, LYFL went through the Heads Up uh, training program. Which teaches, which teaches the coaches the fundamentals, right? How to tackle and what have you, and then you teach the, you know, you, you turn around and you, you teach that to the kids, and you can see kids evolving uh, and, and figuring that out. It's been a bit of a challenge because, particularly at this young age, they don't know the right way, right? And they don't know that their current way is the wrong way, right? You know, but you know, you uh, develop them at this young age, and they're figuring it out, and you can see uh, as you're out here for the next couple of days, these guys are playing. Football. Yeah, there's, yeah. there's some oh, players yeah. out the, here. The thing, too, that caught our eyes was the color of the uniforms. It seems like, especially with college and whatnot, the the more recent progression has been brighter colors and, and stuff. And we've seen that out here today, kids with some green oh, shoes. Yeah. See this team over here with bright orange on. Uh, <laughs> what do you they got, They've got Superman cleats and, and all kinds of stuff out <laughs> here. But most of the guys, most of the teams out here uh, this weekend, they're still wearing their practice jerseys. Okay. All right. Oh, next is that week, right? Next week, Pretty nice practice uniforms. Starts, all right. They'll start wearing the game jerseys, and you, you'll see some flash. It's all yeah. about the swag <laughs> and the flash these days. I mean, it, Oregon got it started, and everybody. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, back, back when I was a kid, you know, if you got some nice little iron-ons from Shabby Sporting Goods, no, 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 because we love Shabby Sporting, one of our great sponsors, but, you know, that was all you had back in the day. Well, and the folks taking a hit on parents. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got to pay for the it. parents are investing. Uh, in this equipment, but uh, you know it's for a good cause. The kids are the kids are happy. They're excited to be out here playing and showcasing their gifts and their talents. And uh, like I said, 
uh, I'll be happier than a pig in slop over these next few months. This is this, this is good stuff. And, I'm right there with you. It's, this is the best mm-hmm. time of year. Absolutely. I, I agree with you. And again, you're listening to the Weekend Sports Buzz. Uh, Rashawn coming here with Carlos from the president of the East End Warriors. Now, Carlos, let me ask you about the things that go into this, uh, you know, from the development of these young men as far as off the field, you know, the, the things that they learn, the teamwork, the camaraderie. What is is that like to, to watch these kids, you know, if maybe you have a young man who's playing for the first time, maybe he's a little antisocial, you know, doesn't really know how to interact. Is, is that something that, that that you guys really see a change in, in the development of these kids? Yeah, you know, and being a product of youth football, yeah. depending on the way through, one thing I appreciate is the patience that you've got to have as these kids develop. But uh, feel reasonably sure and confident that they will. If they stick with it, they have that stick to itiveness. You know, Clark Kellogg. Yeah. <laughs> they have that stick to itiveness. Um, they hustle. Uh, they learn. They, they listen to their coaching. All those things are not only going to help them out here this afternoon, but, you know, I'm mid 40s. Later on in life. Hey, I hey you, you, do the same you look stuff, like you're you know? in your 30s now. Too. <laughs> <laughs> I thought for sure, you know, but I, oh, I try yeah. to keep those comments to myself most of the time. Looks like you could definitely go out there and play oh, right yeah. now. I bet the kids keep you young, though. though. <laughs> they do. They keep you running. Well, you're out here running around with them and what have you. Yeah, you, you have to. And you have to stay current as well. Yeah, and you know what? I, I think that's the, that's the biggest thing is that the, the focus that you guys uh, place on these young men to take your time to get out there, help them learn, uh, you know, leadership, accountability, uh, you know, teamwork, all, all those are things that, that not only help them here, but, you know, even when they go back to school, working with their teachers, parents, everything, it, it kind of helps them everywhere, right? Here's what we do. I know it's the East End Warriors, and I'm confident uh, and know that the other 13 programs within Louisville Football League, you know, we try to keep it simple. Uh, uh, teach them the fundamentals, the basics. Not only is that good for football, it keeps them safe as well. So teach them the fundamentals and the basics. We want them to have fun. You know, we want them to come back the next year. And play. So it's not mm-hmm. just about today. We want them to come back uh, next year. We want to win some games along the way too. We're pretty competitive. Uh, mm-hmm. If we can, if we can teach them the fundamentals, if they can have fun while they're learning those fundamentals, uh, and if they can win a few games along the way, let me tell you, they're going to stick with it. They're going to come back and they'll continue to have fun and learn life lessons from this game. So, so uh, let me ask you, uh, what does this do having this kind of level uh, help? You know. The local colleges, you've seen, uh, of, of course, lately the last five, ten years, a lot more local kids uh, being able to go to the local schools, you know, uh, like UK, L, Western Kentucky, uh, even maybe an IU or something. A lot more kids you see going to these local colleges uh, than there used to be. Has this program been of help to that? Or? Well, you, you have to think that it is. I'll use my son as an example. Um, he played youth football here in the Louisville area. He's now playing uh, college uh football awesome. uh, we have kids that leave here they'll play they'll play high school football we've had some they're playing the pros i mean they'll play they'll go as far as their talents and their determination will, will, will take them our goal though is not to prepare the next nfl all pro or the next uh, uh college all-american again we keep it we keep it simple fundamentals fun and win along the way Based on your talent uh, and your determination, that'll determine you know how far you can take. And it. I mean, that's all you can ask for. I mean, it's mm. that's just that just that hits home. I mean, that's just something everybody can can want to do and needs to do. Now, I'll tell you, every parent out here thinks their their <laughs> kid, you know, is the next. I've been around that. Yes, I've been a coach you know, at, the, at the at the youth level. Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. Every parent should feel real confident about their kid. But there is a reality. Right. There is a reality yeah. that 
you know, I remember playing in college, and Coach Solis looked around the room and said, only two of y'all, only two of you all in the room of 150 are going to play pro ball. And, you know, you're kind of like, wow. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, as a coach, you have to coach the parents as well as the, as the kids just to kind of let them know, that, you know, just let them, we let them play. Keep it light. Yeah. Keep it light this morning. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I mean, it's, it's, you know, you just got to let them know that, you know, you, you get out there and I've seen kids, you know, I work with five and six year olds playing basketball. And, you know, I had some parents that, you know, so what do you think about the crossover? And you think about the jump? And, you know, and it's like, you got to just, like, just let them, let them, let them learn, let them get the fundamentals. Now, and I'm a parent, you know, <laughs> when I watch my children play, I get excited too. Oh, I yeah. get into sure. it as well. So, uh, so that happens. But I think, you know, you'll see from the parents out here and what have you, man, everybody's just, in, everybody's enjoying it. It is career. a great, great support. This is unbelievable. Awesome. I mean, hundreds, I think that, you know, we had, you know, a couple hundred, 300 people out here for that very first game of the day. And it's been a constant stream throughout. This is unbelievable. Um, the, the foot forward that the community has done putting forth. Uh, in, in this undertaking, I can tell everybody's excited about it. And for your program as well, I, you know, let, let us know. Uh, get, you know, give a shout out to the East End Warriors. If anybody wants to get involved uh, with the program, uh, you know, how would be the best way to get in contact with you guys? Well, they can visit our website, which is uh, www.eastendwarriors.com. And we, we have all sorts of information there on the website. We also have a Facebook page. Uh, you know, like us on uh, uh, East End Warriors. Uh, dash Louisville and okay. uh, a lot of information, photos and uh, and things there. And we keep it we keep it current throughout the year. Um, or you know, come, come out and check us out. We play our home games at Trinity High School, which you know is a great place, great place to play home football. Games. Excellent facility. <laughs> there you go, there you go. With Carlos, so appreciate your time. Carlos, president of the East End Warriors. Thank you for taking some time. Thank, thank you. you. For every, thank you all for being out here. Thanks hey, we Pleasure appreciate it. Thank you for everything you do in the community to help build the next great young men. All right. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. Uh, and, and you know what? That that's just another example um, of the good things that are going on out here with youth athletics. I mean, it, it's great to talk about you know the University of Louisville, the University of Kentucky. Um, you know those those huge programs. But this isn't really and truly the most important thing here inside this community uh, because once they get to that level, you have corporate sponsorship. You have all the money. I mean, you know they talk about all this money swelling around the ACC and Louisville's going to get an extra $23 million off football. But this right here... This is where it starts. I mean, there is no... I mean, you're building the, the leaders of this city, you know, and not only on the on a sports field, but just in life in, in general. Life, right. So, I mean, getting these kids out here, getting them involved, uh, you know, le- if they, learning if about... If they don't start at this age, exactly. it's probably not going to happen in middle school or high school. And then, you know... It's a lot tougher. The, the older they get, the, the lot tougher it is. So uh, definitely get them out Too many early. distractions, the older you get. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You start to, all types of things start to become interesting as you get older. <laughs> so, you know, definitely... We'll keep it PG. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're going to do that. But I appreciate Carlos coming on with us. Uh, only got a couple segments left, fellas. So, you know... No, it's, it's been a very the Lobos. quick, uh, very quick three hours. We got the Lobos good coming through, looking good with the gold and black on. I like that. I see some intimidating faces out there. Look at them. I mean, these guys look like they're ready to go out there and knock somebody out. I actually used to do a mascot war show, and it's interesting to know, you know, Lobo is a Spanish wolf. What's the difference between like a North American gray wolf or stuff like that? Yeah, so look you there. You got to pick out your mascot wisely. I like that. You know what? The, 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 the Lobos look fierce. So they look like they're ready to do some damage out there. I can't wait to see those guys get out there and play. But you are listening to the Weekend Sports Buzz. This is uh, Rashawn, Shane, John, Matt, 
organizing all these things we got now now we got gatorades and hot dogs Ooh, and everything that they, they're, they're taking care of us so we appreciate that keep listening give us a call if you are out if you want to talk about your your glory days of prep football give us a call if you have thoughts on the upcoming football season you know, University of Louisville, University of Kentucky, the Paul George incident, which we haven't had much time to get into yet. You can talk about that and much, much more. You are listening to 1450 The Sports Bus and 1450thesportsbus.com. We'll be back. You're listening to the Weekend Sports Buzz. Tell us your thoughts on the Oxmoor Ford Lincoln Buzz Line at 384-1450. And welcome back into the weekend sports buzz. This is uh, Rashawn back with the fellas. And you know what? We're taking in this great day of football. It just continues to roll on. All these young guys, you know, out there giving it their best. They're, they're focused. I mean, regardless of whether they're in the game, whether they're on the sidelines, they're just excited to be out there. They're waving at their parents. They're smiling and just having a good old time. And we we're, we're ple- have the pleasure of being joined by Dennis Edge, president of the Hikes Point Love. Lobos, the Lobos in the gold and black looking fierce. Oh, they are looking fierce. They were looking fierce when they came by just before we went to yeah. break. Those guys, are, they were already ready to come out and knock somebody out. Yeah. Dennis, how are you doing this afternoon? Oh, good, good. So, doing well. We're doing well. So, uh, just kind of talk about, about your Lobos. I, did, did, do you guys work on the on the angry faces? I saw a lot of angry faces. Those scared. guys look focused out there. Some kid pointed at me. I was like, oh, man. <laughs> I'm calling them out. Some of these guys, they got up early this morning. I mean, I know even my grand, they were telling me they were ready. So <laughs> you're looking at the angry face. They made it themselves. They're ready. Uh, there yeah. we go. There we go. So getting these uh, young guys out there, how many practices have you all had uh, before today's first game? We all uh, actually, this is our third, fourth week of practice. Okay, third, yeah. fourth week Pretty of practice. Good. Yeah. Have you, I see that you guys also are so ready that you've even got cheerleaders. The only team I've seen out here with cheerleaders. That's pretty intense. We try to be prepared. <laughs> <laughs> So, so talk about these. You know, we were talking about the uniforms, man, and and just you know, like I said, we, you know, back in the day, we had the old iron-ons from from Shively's Sporting Goods. But you guys have some pretty nice uniforms. Uh, you know, that's something that that these kids, uh, I'm sure, they love uh, putting on their gold and black. Huh? Right, right. That's the second year of that uniform um, okay. color. Uh, we finally just changed to white, but we still got our. our main black and gold. Okay, okay. Uh, we were always lucky when I played. If if you had. Air- Everybody on the team with the same colored yeah. uniform or even the same color helmet. You know, there was always one kid, luckily it wasn't me, that had the booger green helmet and everybody else had the white <laughs> helmets. Or, or you know, if, if, everybody, if everybody had a yellow shirt, there was one kid that had a, a blue shirt and just really confusing. And so, yeah, these uniforms these days are a whole lot better and uh, they look they look better. I'm sure they're, they're more comfortable, you know, more form-fitting. So, the you know the youngsters are are looking like the college guys and the pros out there. Yeah, I'm proud to say we got a good support group. They help support us a lot. Well, so so just kind of talk about you know in in general what is it like um, coaching, especially you know with the, with the, the mighty mites and, and the younger guys, uh, helping them to learn because you know like I've talked with some of the coaches and organizers, it you know the sophistication of the offense. These little guys are picking up a lot of uh, complex kind of football schemes and things that I didn't think, you know, that they were really able to, to really utilize. But it seems like, that, you know, it's pretty advanced. Football's come a long way. A long ways, a long ways. But, you know, for the little, little guys, uh, it's like I always told the coaches uh, at the lower level to try to keep it, you know, we call it kiss, keep it something, you know, keep it something, stupid something. Yeah. So, you oh, know, yeah. they have to. Uh, some things 
they want to put in. It's like, no, nah, it's not working. <laughs> so you got to back it down. Now, now let me ask you, um, as, as far as uh, the kids are concerned, um, you know, you, you said this is your third fourth week of practice how many practices um do, do they get in a given week like how long do you guys go uh you know uh, during a practice session right now we're practicing four days a week until school starts uh two hours a day from six to eight okay. when school starts we'll break it down to three days a week okay okay yeah. and quite a bit of practice for that yeah. for that age it's huh? no wonder they're so good out here <laughs> yeah most yeah. of all the programs some of them. yeah and, and, and i'm sure and as you said it keeps them busy it keeps them out of trouble, helps them keep focused and, and getting into anything ridiculous. Uh, you know, do, do you guys, uh, I'm sure, mentorship and, and kind of teaching them, uh, you know, the things that they have to do off the field in, in school, uh, you know, those types of things. That, that you think this really helps them, gives them that kind of that motivational tool that they need to know that if you don't take care of business in school or at home, then, you know, you may not be playing in the game. Is that something exactly. that you guys stress? Exactly. Uh, we require progress reports when they come out. And if they're not doing well, uh, we normally put them on the field and have them like, doing a lot of running, a lot of up-downs and things of that nature, every level. Oh, yeah. And, and, and do you think Stairs. that's something that, that really helps them? You know, because you have a lot of kids that, that get out there and they, they, they get to, you know, when they get a little bit older, you know, running around and getting into trouble. This kind of gives them something to kind of focus their energies on it, you know, to kind of, you know, put that energy towards a, a more of a positive yeah. message, right? I truly do. It does. I think it does. It helps them out a whole lot. Okay. Okay. Uh, well, well, let me ask you, um, uh, specifically uh, in regards uh, to the Lobos, um, you know, how, if somebody wanted to get out there, um, you know, in Heights Point area that they want their child to get involved, what would be the best way uh, to get involved with the Logos program and organization? Well, it's, it's simple, very simple. Uh, you can either come by the uh, field, which is uh, Des Pres Park on Low Road. Okay. Okay. And uh, just get into touch one of the coaches, and we'll start it from there. I mean, if you want to get involved, whether it's coaching, administrative, whatever it takes. Cheerleaders? Cheerleaders. Hey, we'll take them all. Yeah, yeah. But we just want everyone to get involved and be part of it. So I think Todd said that earlier that they're taking players all the way up until the 20th. So that's about two and a half weeks. So, so kids can still come out and, and get signed up, correct? Yes. Sign them up. Yes. Awesome, awesome. Well, Dennis, definitely appreciate it. Hopefully, Hikes Point, I know that they I know they look good. Oh, they so do. If they can play half as good as they look, I think you guys are going to be successful. Best of luck to you guys moving forward, and I expect to see uh, those guys get out there and make some plays. Thank you, thank you. We look forward to a great season. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. We definitely oh, appreciate season. it. And this, this has been an outstanding day this venue what, what's it like i mean i'm sure the guys like we kind of talked about it. these kids coming out to play in front of this crowd you know mm -hmm. at such a nice facility this is something that gets them a little charged up right it's a beautiful vineyard i mean the j-town uh president has done a beautiful job on this i mean the louisville youth organization itself football organization itself uh appreciate everything because it's beautiful now, now how long has hikes before i let you go um how long has hikes point been a part of the louisville uh, youth football league it this is here. our first year. Okay. Yeah, this is our first year. We moved from the Metro. Okay, okay, so okay. So this is year. their first taste of, of coming out here, and now they get to play in, in you know, in the, in the big the big college stadium. They, you know, they, they think they're on the big stage right now, right? Yeah. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, Dennis, definitely appreciate it. Uh, best of luck to you guys. And uh, we'll definitely be watching out, give you all a shout-out. 
um, you know, if you need anything else, just let us know and we'll get you guys together. Maybe you can, uh, if we're still on the air, uh, you know, no, well, actually, we, we probably won't be on there by the time you guys get done. But I need to know, give a shout out to a couple guys we need to, to look out for, some numbers or something. Who's who's the playmakers for the Lobos right now? I got you got to give me a shout out. Somebody shout out. <laughs> oh, I know, you know, somebody's <laughs> yeah. going to get in that end zone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, we're going to leave it as nah, that. That's man. what I'm talking about. There we go. Mm, it worked as a team. So Spoken like I'm a coach. Total team. <laughs> Spoken <laughs> like a coach. Hey, Dennis Ed, Total I appreciate team. it. Thank you, sir. Have a good one. Uh, you are listening to the Weekend Sports Buzz. Uh, Rashawn Myers. Uh, I guess we're going to go ahead and take our, our last break of the day. Our last, last break, break. Of the day. already. It's got unbelievable. I mean, you know, we still have so many more things to get into. This is unbelievable. But we're going to uh, have to do one of those uh, time sessions, like the one minute buzzer thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We get, we're going to have to go like lightning round with some of these yeah. topics to end the day off before we, you know, uh, get out of here. But um, no, this has been uh, an outstanding day. I, I appreciate the, uh, you know, the opportunity to get out here and put a focus on local youth sports. This is something that I'm talking about the youth and love it. Love everything's love going it, on. Love it, love it, love it. I mean, this is something that you don't get a lot of here locally. You have so many uh, sports entities, but you don't get a lot of focus on the, the, the prep athletics. And I mean, you know, really and truly, I think these kids deserve a lot of this because, I mean, like like the coach said, they're going out there working two, yeah. um, you know, six two to eight hours, hours a week in practice. You know, six, I mean, six to eight hours, they're, they're out there sweating. Working hard, I mean, and you know, it's not it's much tough. less than high school. You <laughs> yeah, <know>? yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it's tough, and and these are you know these are little bitty you know little bitty guys. I mean, my mighty mites is what six year old. I think I six, yeah. Uh, you know, so they they're, they're out there sweating and going hard, and uh, you know, when when you put that kind of work into it, just to be able to get a get a little bit of attention, I think they've been excited by it. So, and I'm um, really amazed at how many players these teams have. I mean, you look at the sidelines over there. There's there's 20 kids sitting on the bench right now. You know, there's 11 on the field. You know, the 30 to 35 kids on each team. I mean, yeah. this league is, is much bigger than than a lot of your local youth leagues. So. Oh, yeah. I mean, no, this is the focus. And and, and as uh, uh, the, the guy said earlier, you know, this is, seems to be the fastest growing youth league here in the city. And I completely and totally, uh, you know, I can see why. I right. mean, you know, when you play – uh, you have a nice facility, uh, like one of the the, the other coaches said for the East End Warriors, that they play their games at Trinity. I mean, so <laughs> these yeah. these kids are, are getting some high level exposure, play getting to play in some high level venues. But uh, uh, no, this has been awesome. But uh, if you want to get in, this is your last opportunity. Three eight four fourteen fifty Oxmoor Four Lincoln Buzz Line. Give us a call now. When we come back, we're going up to the top of the hour. So you are listening to the Weekend Sports Buzz. Check us out, 1450 The Sports Buzz and 1450thesportsbuzz.com. We'll be back. You're listening to the Weekend Sports Buzz. Tell us your thoughts on the Oxmoor Ford Lincoln Buzz Line at 384-1450. And welcome back into the Weekend Sports Buzz. Uh, we're with you up until the top of the hour, going till noon. Here on the weekend sports bus, fellas, it has been an outstanding day. This amazing has been day. A, a, an amazing showcase uh, for football, uh, prep football here uh, in the local Louisville area, out here at Skyview Park. This amazing facility, watching all these young men, young men out here, blood, sweat, and tears, yeah. getting it going, getting grimy out here on the field. They're popping pads. They're excited. Uh, it, it's just been an unbelievable 
unbelievable, unbelievable day. Um, and, and we are being, uh, have the, you know, I think we saved the best for last. Right? Yeah. We, I think we got one of the, the, the next young superstars here in the city. Himself. Max Gainey. Max, how are you doing today? Good. Doing all right. Now, now let me ask you, what, what, what team, what, what team do you play for? J Town. J Town. Okay. And I, I see some, some numbers written down uh, on this page. It said that you had 26 touchdowns Woo! last year. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yes, sir. You're getting in the end zone. Mm-hmm. Man, I, you know what? That That's impressive. So, so what, uh, what position do you play, Max? Quarterback. Quarterback. Okay. Do you play any on defense? Or are you strictly a quarterback? You play a little defense. I play defense too okay okay what position on d safety let me guess since you said quarterback first i'm guessing that quarterback's probably the position you like the most mm-hmm. yeah 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 okay so let, let me ask you do you have a, a favorite player a favorite quarterback uh, uh somebody that you like to imitate when you're out there playing is there any anybody you like out there um, colin kaepernick russell wilson any of those yeah i like teddy bridgewater teddy bridgewater oh, yeah. you know what teddy i like Google that better that. forget russell wilson forget Get yeah, all those uh, Colin Kaepernick, Teddy Bridgewater. That's an, that's an excellent. You know, of course, Teddy's going to be up there. Minnesota Vikings. He's going to get right. you a Vikings. He's going to get one in purple number five jersey. Now, do you, you wear gloves when you throw? Um, I'm getting some. Getting hey, some? That's <laughs> what I'm talking about. Look at Teddy. Dad's over there. Dad's got to shell out the money. Get, get, get Max some gloves. But uh, uh, So, Max, let me ask you. This is your uh, first game. Now, have you already played? You already played. Uh, you have not played yet. What time do you guys? You know what time you guys play today? Seven. Seven o'clock. Okay. Um. So, uh, you've been out here. You've been working hard in practice. Been having fun in practice. You like going to practice? Six. Yeah. Yeah. So you had twenty six touchdowns mm-hmm. last year. So okay. I'm just gonna have you go ahead and call it. I need thirty touchdowns out, out of you this year. Okay. Otherwise, can, can we're you gonna have to cut him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you, you got thirty touchdowns in you this. You think you're gonna improve on that number? Yes, sir. That's what I'm. I'm talking about well, well max we're going to continue to watch you i wish i was going to be on the air uh you know to hear you talk about it. maybe we can get your dad to, to call come back into out the here show and let's exactly we got to come hey to get some film something we got to get you a youtube highlight or something you're getting in the end zone that many times uh you know I, I, we got to get you on but max appreciate it um uh, is there anybody while you're on here I always ask let's see let's see your answer you got anybody you want to give a shout out to while you're on the radio Yo, say hi to uh, you know anybody you want to give any any love to right now. There we uh, go. See, yeah. exactly. Well, school. This should, let me tell you something of everybody, coaches included, that we have had on today. Max is probably the coolest customer that we've had on the air. This young man is ready for the media yeah. responsibilities. I mean, he's kicked some sunglasses back. and some gloves. I asked him when he go. walked up. I said, I'm, you know, I'm gonna put you under fire, and he's like, no problem. I, I, I'm ready to get out there. Well, Max, I, I, I feel the confidence coming out uh, out of you. Good luck. I, I want to hear that J-Town has a good season. Go out there and score a couple of touchdowns, and maybe we'll have to get you on so you can talk We're, about how you guys Max, let me ask you some 1450 highlights. There we go. There we go. That's what I'm talking about. Let me ask you real quick. Now, you said your quarterback. You must play some wide receiver, too, because you evidently are throwing touchdowns to yourself. You score 26 <laughs> touchdowns. How do, what's your secret? How do you get so many touchdowns? Running fast. Do you get any defensive touchdowns? You said you play safety. Uh, I picked the ball once oh. last year. Okay, okay. I just okay. thought maybe you were doing the old school, throw the ball up and go catch it yourself. He's too score. fast. He can't. He can't, they can't catch him now. Now let me ask you. I, I saw don't a young. That's legal anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a young guy out here earlier that had on some neon, uh, you green. know, so, so some neon green uh, cleats. My friend. 
Now, is that that a friend of yours? So yeah. do do you wear the bright shiny cleats or you you, you know you know what what do you got? What's your Batman? Batman. Batman. Okay. Okay. So, so the, the dark night gets it done for you. Yeah. Okay. Well, I tell you what, Max, I hope you get out there, get some touchdowns. Appreciate it. J town. I think you're they're, they're in good hands. I think you'll do a good job. Right, awesome. Thank you. I appreciate the time. Thanks a lot, Max. That's awesome. Max Ganey getting it done. You know, Robert, you know, it's his dad John's over here. We're talking, Hey, you know what? Uh, the smile a mile wide. I don't think it's yeah, going to be hey. too too long before hey, Max is being you, recruited. That, that, no. that young man is going to be – he's going to be getting some, some, some interviewing done in, in the near future, and he's going to do it. He may have a job. He may take my job. He may be receiving letters from colleges already. <laughs> he's getting recruited yet, Max? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, 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 there we go. He's already being recruited. Now we got the, the, the father, John Ganey, coming on with us. John, how are you doing this morning? Sir? Pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. Excited out here to watch some good – competitive football hey i, I and you know that this has been the thing that, that we've noticed is is that the a the support um you know the, the the fans coming out we've had full stands all day i believe this is um the fourth game that we've had so far and it's been full uh, full you know for j-town of course you, you guys i'm sure have, you've been in this league for, for the for, this, I guess the, this is our second year second in this year league. okay um but luckily um and i and, and i can speak for everybody else in the league, the youth league usually has a pretty good following. Right. You know, we, 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 for the past few years, I mean, it's, it's stadium It seems to be, you know, it's one thing for parents to come out and have their kid at an event, but I mean, you can tell these, these parents are, they're up and cheering, they're going down the sidelines, they're hollering, they're into the game. It's like I said, it's one thing just to come out, it's another thing to actually be involved. Yeah. Uh, so that it's, it's good to see the amount of support that these, these fans, these parents are showing to their kids and, and the team. Mates. And, and that's exactly it. I mean, parental involvement is that that is that's that's up. Exactly. And that helps. That helps with the, with the league. Yeah. Now, now let me ask you. I, I want to know. Did, now, did you uh, assist Max in his media speaking responsibility skills? Is that is that something that that now, you coached him on? I actually, no, no, I can't say that I, I did. Um, Max Max handles himself okay. <laughs> I can very I can, well. Yeah. I mean, most people. Get the, the microphone in front of them, and they get you know they they may clam up a little bit, to be a little shy. But he was laid back in the cool seat, you know, just having a conversation. That was that was impressive. The, the crazy thing about that fellas is, I mean, he that he plays the same. I mean, he really is. He's he's so laid back that um, I mean, he thinks think not that they come easy, but he allows himself room. You know, so I mean, he is he, he's the same way. He plays the same. Nothing rattles him. You know, there's there's been a couple games where he's getting lit up pretty good. You, you know, I'm sitting on the sideline thinking, I'm <laughs> yeah. but you know, he always pops up. You know, shake it pitches, off, pitches the ball to the ref, runs back to the to the hunt. That's what I'm talking about. That's, that's, what, that's what it's about. I, I can definitely tell that 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 young. Man, well, whatever path he decides to go down, he's gonna be successful. He's gonna be successful no matter what he does. <laughs> he's a very good communicator. That 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 is awesome. That is awesome. So so Dad, you heard you heard him. He, first of all, he needs gloves. He wants yeah. gloves like Teddy Bridgewater. And secondly, mm. he said he's getting thirty touchdowns. So now, if we if he doesn't get it, we'll just we'll have to we'll have somebody blame with his like new. That's okay. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I definitely appreciate it. I wish we had more time, um, but we, we I guess we have one more young man that we get to. Success to J-Town. Hope you guys do well. Give us a call anytime. If you want to update on the progress, uh, you can always give us a ring, um, you know, and we'd be more than happy to, to get you guys out there and uh, 
and put a spotlight on J-Town. Thanks a lot, fellas. We appreciate all you guys are doing for the league. Definitely. Thank you, guys. We've Thank had you. a great time out here today. All Thank right. You. Thank you. All right. And lastly, last but not least, we have Thomas Maxwell of the Valley Vikings, the president of the Valley Vikings coming out here, joining us. Thomas, how are you doing? I mean, this is this has been an unbelievable uh, showcase so far for just football here locally. Um, how are you doing? How are the Vikings doing so far? Uh, the Vikings are a rebuild program, basically. Okay. Uh, one to the community, but this is just awesome. I mean, you're in a place you've seen every talent possible playing high school ball next year, but to see our and the senior level in this league is going to be outstanding. It's going to be a slobber knocker every week. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it's unbelievable. Just the the uh, I like his uh, repertoire of rhetoric there. It's yeah, <laughs> hey, slobber knocker. Yeah, it, it's the yeah. truth. I mean, the these young men, they seem focused, uh, they, they seem determined. I mean, this is some some very entertaining. Uh, high level youth football going on right here. It's right? fun now, for them, but Valley... the sense of pride that oh, they've yeah. got. I mean, I, I, it's, you it's can, not you can just run around for fun. They're, I mean, they want to win. They want to beat their friends and, and their their classmates that they go to school with and, and get the oh, bragging yeah. rights, I'm sure. Oh, it's definitely about bragging rights. Then. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, like in our board meetings, like I said, we're all. That, you know, that you work hard. Uh, you guys have been out here, out there. That You know, that you work hard. Uh, you guys have been out here here practicing for three or four weeks now uh so i, I know the guys were excited to get out there and hit somebody or besides themselves they can see another say, color it's, on the it's side. definitely nice to hit somebody else because <laughs> you know in practice i can go get you all day long like i'm an all-american right. get out here we, we definitely see your falls and we definitely see what we got to work on the game definitely speeds up when you get out here and you get against the, the other guys so i so what's it been like uh for the vikings now have you is this you all's first year with it's the our, league this is our first year in the league Okay. Uh, my, our, our senior team's nice. We have two great running backs, Dave Maxwell and Rico Beard. Uh, they're they're definitely going to be at the next level. Okay. Wow. Those are two awesome. names to remember. They're going to definitely be at the next level. Okay. But uh, on a senior team, we're sitting at 28 kids. Is that right? And I mean, so we, we middle school football didn't affect us there, so that's definitely a great thing. Okay. Our junior number's a little down. Our mighty mice got the first time they've ever hit anybody else today. It held their own. Awesome. I, I got goosebumps. I'm excited for this season. Hey, well, I can tell. I can tell. And, like and to be able to come, come out guy. here and play, this is your first year in the league. Come out to this nice facility. You have so much fan support. Where, where the guys excited to see those types of, uh, you know, see all the fans out there. And all yeah, oh, great. Now, <laughs> but I have to give a shout out to Todd, our commissioner. He puts in the 40 to 50 hours in this, and he does a great job. Awesome, awesome. Now, if anybody, you said that your juniors' numbers were. Dead down a little bit. If anybody wants to get involved in the Valley Vikings program, uh, where would they need to contact or get in touch with? Uh, we got a Facebook page, Valley Viking Nation website, Valley Viking Nation, or please call me, 817-0373. Awesome. There you go, awesome. Valley awesome. Viking Nation. Well, get on it today. Well, Thomas Maxwell, president of Valley Vikings, best of luck to Valley. Thank Good you luck in your first season here uh, in the uh, the uh, J-Town uh, Youth Sports League. Uh, Thank definitely you guys. appreciate Thank it. You for all the Thanks hey, for stopping by and talking. Thank you for stopping in. Man, this, you know what? And we, we did three hours today. It's a continuous flow of interviews. It's, it's, I tell it's, you what. It's unbelievable. I mean, you know, like I said, uh, th three, three hours is so like enough. 30 minutes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, three hours golly. is enough. It's amazing what getting out of a studio does. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you get out there. Some you get fresh it, air. You have to be out amongst the people. You know, I mean, that, that, that's what it's all about. But, uh, oh, yeah. you know, before Good we time. get out of here, I, I definitely, you know, I had, I had a topic I wanted to talk about, but we you know, we had so many things going on with football. I didn't get to get to it. Um, you know, Truth brought it up earlier about the unfortunate incident uh, with, Paul, with George. Paul George mm. uh, going down uh, with the uh, Olympic team. I just wanted to ask you guys, 
do you think that this injury is going to change the way some of these uh, NBA All-Stars look at this uh, Olympic trials? Of course, you remember the San Antonio Spurs pretty much told Manu Ginobili he was not going to be able to play for Argentina uh, this summer. Uh, this was prior to all this, everything going on uh, yesterday. But now with Paul George getting hurt, um, Kevin Durant looked like he was uh, pretty shook up over everything that happened what, what what do you all think about that uh, you know it's hard to it's hard to go against like, like the spurs and ginobili you know telling them you know you're not gonna play for argentina i mean they've got so many millions of dollars invested in these people and so much rides on hmm. on them i mean not just you know one or two little games i mean you could potentially be an entire season you know paul george could possibly end up missing the entire season you don't know if it's nerve damage or ligament hmm. damage uh, you know, I mean, coming back from broken bones, one thing, but like we talked about earlier, the nerve and ligament damage and the mental aspect, you know, it can ju- it's just so dramatic and so drastic it could be. So I, th- I well, think it will affect a lot of other teams. Then, then the question remains, if the NBA starts saying, well, we're investing so much money in these players, let's just forbid you guys from playing. Is are they going to go back to the model college? of bringing college yeah, players? That's what back? I was going to ask. Are, are we going to go back to doing college? Because. You know, there's less worry you can bring in the college all-stars and, and play, whereas NBA, you've already signed – you already have a contract with these guys because they yeah. are superstars. Uh, do you want to prevent them from playing if you're an NBA franchise? Well, I mean, these are multi-multi-millionaires these days. I mean, even back when they first started using the pros with the Dream Team in 92, the contracts weren't nearly as big as they are now. But when right. you have guys that are making so much money, I think that this injury, fluke as it could be, and it was definitely because the basketball central was way, way too close right. to the out-of-bounds line. And it was an unfortunate way that injury went down. But I think we may see a huge shift in the, you know, in guys dropping out. It'd almost be like a, the baseball all-star game where everybody just says, yeah, I, don't I believe play. you're right. Yeah. And, you know, and it might be good for the game. If they went back and started using college players who, you know, come in, they know they're not millionaires yet. Yeah. They've got something to prove, you know, which you don't necessarily have the prima donna or, or the millionaires. So, well, you know what? We'll definitely have to get into this more. Uh, definitely appreciate uh, Dugan. Uh, and Matt offered me the opportunity to get out there and talk to you guys. You have been listening to the weekend sports buzz. Shane, John, fellas. It was outstanding. I enjoyed Pleasure. doing the show this morning. Everybody out here, I hope you guys. Have a great town, a great time out here with the youth football league. Uh, these young guys are getting it going. Uh, it, it, this gets me ready. I'm ready for football. We have U of L and the U right around the corner. UK and UT Martin. 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 There we go. University so, uh, of Tennessee Martin. T- Tennessee Martin. So we got football right around the corner. You are listening to the weekend sports buzz, and we'll be back next week.